All right, Dusty. Yeah. So this weekend. You're coming in hot, by the way. Your energy is uh, it's Listen, hostile to start. We, we, just, we, were, we were just talking Tiger Woods. It gets yeah. my juices flowing. Yeah. I'm feeling an itch in my right shin that my, mine hasn't been surgically repaired, but it might as well have because sure. that, that man's body is my body. I live right. vicariously through Tiger Woods. Some, some right. people live vicariously through their like, shithead son who they think might have a little bit of a talent. Sure. Why, why, why do you stop at your son? I live vicariously right. through. I pick the best. You know? right. If you're going to live vicariously through anybody, why not live vicariously through the very best? If it's not going to be you, why would you, right. why would you be like, oh, I'll just pick this, this little shithead kid that has my shitty genes sitting next right. to me. Why don't I pick a, a demigod? You know yeah. what I mean? A one-legged, a one-legged hero. Yeah, that's why I always said, you know, uh, the the flat earth contingent of people, that's such a boring alternative earth situation. Just from round earth to flat earth, that doesn't do anything for me. If I'm going to not believe the very basis of mathematics and science, I'm going with floating through the universe on the back of a turtle. Why not... <laughs> If you're gonna do, if you're not gonna believe it, why not pick the fun one, the most fun one? Why don't you get wild, get buck wild with it? You yeah. know what I mean. So, anyway, yeah. um, that's why I'm 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 getting going. Plus, I might be making up for. Is this gonna be? This is gonna release before this weekend's podcast. <laughs> yeah. Where I was like a, a corpse. Dude, I, I thought for a second you weren't gonna make the recording, and I was gonna be. I was so mad. I was I was pre mad. See, was like, yeah. Andrew always makes it. You know what That's I mean? True. He doesn't always you're, deliver, but he makes it. You know, you're, I, you're coming in through in the clutch. Yeah. Know? So uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm trying to make up for that, but I also have a little bit of energy because the granddaddy was this weekend. That's granddaddy true. of them all. I'm just going with yeah. the granddaddy from now on. I'm going to make that. <laughs> there, there were two granddaddies. You get one on each side. You know. There were a couple granddaddies, and then a yeah. granddaddy took a stunner that was hilarious. But we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, WrestleMania. Yep. Uh, Cowboy Stadium. Yep. It, it was just it, uh, well, it happened this weekend, right? Yes, it certainly. That's the thing you could say about it. It certainly were, did happen. Yeah, there are, I believe, like thirteen, fourteen matches. Uh, uh, according to this Wikipedia, there were sixteen matches. Man, was that bitch wrong? Uh, yeah. Me being that bitch in this scenario. Uh, yeah, there, there were, there were quite a few matches, but uh, we. It, it, it's hard to like. Where do we go? What do we talk about, Dusty? Like a lot of things happened this weekend. <clears throat> That's true. Um, I think uh, first thing we got to do is we got to drop that theme song. That is true. That is true. Welcome to Snark Marks, everybody. Uh, we are wrestling, normally a wrestling retrospective podcast, but we're a, we're also a you know 
current wrestling guys podcast. I haven't I haven't figured out what we say with that. Current wrestling guys. Yeah, well, current wrestling it, guys. I mean, in in actuality, this is retrospective as it is from the past. That's so you see. That's almost like the Mitch Hedberg bit where it's like, you want to see a picture of me when I'm younger? Isn't every picture a picture of you when you were younger? <laughs> yeah, it's, I used to do drugs. I still do, but I used to too. Yeah. Know? So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I guess it is in in retrospect. We are retrospecting. It's, but... but it's more like this is microwaved retrospect. Like it's still warm, you know. This is from a couple of days ago. You, it's still in the refrigerator fresh. You could eat it if you Yeah, it's 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 roadkill. It's not bones. Like you yeah. could still slap that on the skillet and make a brisket, you know? Yeah. Um the 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 granddaddy of warmed over enchiladas was uh this weekend, you know. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's the WrestleMania. <laughs> Um, obviously follow us on all the socials. Uh, we are at, on Twitter at SnarkMarksPod. Uh, I am SnarkMarkD on Twitter. If you want to tell me that I was wrong for saying that Vince McMahon looks like he's wearing a Vince McMahon mask, uh, you can go ahead and hit me up on the old Twitter machine for that. Uh, we are on Instagram and we have Facebook, but Andrew, how do we feel about Facebook? Uh, fart noise, big long fart noise, like as wet as can be, too. Yeah, there we go. The warmed over enchiladas of Facebook is yeah. what it is, you know. <laughs> um, but we decided we got to talk about WrestleMania. It's the goddamn, it's the granddaddy. It's the granddaddy. What are you doing? The double, the double granddaddy. Um, I took this in uh, night one. Uh, I watched ninety percent of the night one show. Uh, and went to sleep because we had band practice for seven hours on Saturday. You know a lot um, of songs. Yeah, then we got to work through them. And then Sunday, I got a devastating migraine. Truly devastating. Um, that incapacitated me for about 12 hours. So I did not watch any of WrestleMania Night 2 live. I watched it today, uh, which is Monday, the day we're recording. Because I took the day off, knowing that I'd have a bunch of wrestling to watch. So I guess if I were going to get a migraine, that's the day to get it. So. Yeah, it really did work out really well. It kind of sucks yeah. because, like, uh, well, it doesn't suck that much because at least it wasn't, the migraine wasn't today. Because it sucks when right. you play hooky and then you get sick anyway. Right. You thought exactly. you were getting a free one? <laughs> yeah, and now i gotta take a, now I got to take a day. But I, like, I literally just had to lay perfectly still in my bed in the dark. And not move. Like, I tried to watch some of the show, and the strobe lights from Cody Rhodes' entrance, just, I couldn't, I could not deal with it. Goddamn, you all right, dude? Yeah, I decided to stop drinking caffeine, and when I do that, I get a, caf <laughs> like, a major caffeine headache that, if, if it's not a migraine, because I don't want to minimize, I know people have devastating migraines quite frequently. Yeah, but terrible. those people that are like, you, but, you, you, you haven't had a headache, bro. I've had a, fuck those people. Right. It's probably a migraine. If it's worse than the thing I have, yeah. I I don't know what yeah. uh, they they get all my empathy. I should give I should write a check to them for money if they, if they feel any worse than I did. But I was reading about it, and the reason is uh, caffeine constricts your blood vessels, and then when you get when you go off caffeine, your blood vessels open back up, which seems like it would be a good thing, but apparently it overloads your brain. <laughs> you get a giant headache. You had too much blood in the brain. I, yeah, I get, from what I was reading on the internet, it's like your your blood vessels. So maybe I want them constricted because the too open is not good. You should have just stood on your head. Yeah, I don't. I know. I 
I don't know if you've ever had a headache like this. Like once it was on, there like I tried using Advil. I tried like I could have drank something with caffeine. It just won't. It just won't go away. The only gotta, the only ahead. thing that literally helps is I lay in the dark, perfectly still, like the Undertaker. I'm gonna I'm gonna bro science this a bunch, right? Okay. So if if your if your the blood vessels were were too open, right? If you take a blood thinner, I bet that made it worse. Yeah, but they say to take uh, like the oh, everything well, that they lying. tell everything they tell you to do seems counterproductive to what would help. It's the fucking know? it's the Joker sitting at home working on WebMD shit. Yeah, it's fucking twisted. You know, you could dude. just edit these things. <laughs> yeah. So what's WikiLeaks? Uh, <laughs> So I caught up on WrestleMania today. I watched, I had a bigger uh, wrestling weekend. I watched about half of Supercard of Honor. I will finish it and give a review at a later date. Okay. But I enjoyed I enjoyed what I saw. Um, how do you want to do this, Andrew? I was thinking we could run down the matches uh, of each night and just give our overall thoughts. And if we thought something was cool in a match or needs further analysis, we could dive in deeper into those things. But like... A lot of this WrestleMania and all WrestleManias is the spectacle that comes with it. Yeah, and well, I thought let's, was let's, good. let's do that first. Actually, let's go with first of all, this is WrestleMania 38 yep. in AT and T Stadium. Yep. I thought the backdrop behind the ramp, yeah, was genuinely by far the coolest WrestleMania backdrop I've ever seen. Yeah, the giant like videos screen. Yeah, it was the, like a the, star with the stage. Yeah. with the where the WrestleMania logo normally is. They could put the the wrestler's name, and then they were putting like certain art, uh, like uh, artwork on there and stuff like that for the branding and all that. I thought yeah. it was awesome, like beautiful. Yeah, well, and I think it goes to show. I think WWF could learn a little bit of which is like simple minimalistic things sometimes are the best thing like it looked so clean and it was really cool and it, wasn't and it was like lean rot it was like know? angled a certain way it wasn't straight up and down you know what i mean like it was like leaned back a little bit like i just thought it was the coolest goddamn uh piece of like set uh that they have that i've seen them ever do like by by a, a, a bunch like it's to the point and i know how they like they like to make wrestlemania like a uh like unique every year they want they, yeah. they the set's always different and stuff i kind of hope they do something similar to that going forward like that one was so good that it's like why would you try to do anything else yeah you don't really need to like reinvent the wheel on that yeah. and just like maybe instead of a star next year because they're in california you do a sun or something but like keep the the bones of it mostly the same. That's true. It is in Texas, so yeah. I, so that's why the star was there. So yeah, something like that. But yeah, keep yeah. it. the The idea of it was absolutely perfect, and it it did attack AJ Styles. So that's that's funny too. We'll talk about that. Right. Um. Other than that, there's not a lot, really, a lot to say. I mean, it looked dope in there because it's just such a big place. But like, you just have that in the ramp. The ramp was also cool, but like, yeah. And I thought they uh, one of the things. Uh, that complaint wise that I had is they're they just spend so much time doing all the ancillary things like the the night one of WrestleMania didn't start for like 20 minutes because it's like they got to do America the Beautiful and then they do a video package and oh, then yeah. goddamn Mar Mark Wahlberg <laughs> comes out hi yeah I'm, hey guys I'm, I'm Mark Wahlberg 
You having a Have great time? Fighter? Have you seen the fight? <laughs> I think Mark Wahlberg was doing that promo, but he was like, I could fucking beat up Roman Reigns. I was almost in the fucking wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> I was invincible. You guys see that movie? It's about the Eagles. Uh, <laughs> and so I wrote... Uh, taking my my cues from Jurassic Park. Whenever Jeff Goldblum says, "Uh, uh there's gonna be uh, there's gonna be dinosaurs on your dinosaur sh- uh, tour eventually, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, is there gonna be wrestling on your wrestling show? Well, yeah. And a lot of people shit on the video packages, like they because yeah. one thing I did notice is there's a lot of time between matches, right? Yeah. But I thought the video packages were like really good. <laughs> they, the video packages were good. They showed them a lot. But I guess the reason why I was I was listening to a podcast today and they were brought up a good point, which is the ad supported version of Peacock has those blocks for the ads, so they have to put in stuff to buffer the matches. They can't just go from one to the next one. Oh, okay. Because if you were watching Peacock and you didn't pay the ten bucks. You, like there's ads in between each match. Like live, really? Yeah. Because I, I don't, I don't think or I pay. At least extra I thought. For, I don't think I pay extra for Peacock, and it didn't happen. So maybe they edit some. Or of maybe that's internet replay or something. Or maybe it's international because the I was listening to a podcast. The guys who do it live in yeah. Canada. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. But they have to build in these buffers for the ad breaks. Well, I fucking. There were there were certain the non-video package stuff. There was a little bit of fluff sometimes, but yeah. like. I, I'm on a retrospective wrestling podcast. I don't, right. I don't watch the weekly shows, like especially yeah. WWE. Why would I do that? You know, right? Yeah. Um. So the, it it actually really helped me to get more into some of these matches, particularly like watching the, uh, like <laughs> Happy Corbin, the the arc of Happy Corbin. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, stuff like that. I, I, it made me enjoy the show a lot more. And you know me, I don't like long shows, and this was two long shows. And right, I, uh, but I was still thankful for the uh, video package. I thought they were fucking really well edited. Like, yeah, this is a big time for like the WWE production to shine, which is really good. And yeah, you need the video packages because I, I keep up with the weekly shows, and even I forget some of the stuff that happens. So. Uh, I could do with a little less uh, Seamus Snickers commercials uh, in between oh, dude. my matches. How many but... times I got to see him get up offended by that guy <laughs> who's speaking the truth about him right. being this fucking shitball? Like, <laughs> like right. how are you going to put that on the show a bunch of times when his when his uh, match initially gets cut and then on the set? <laughs> yeah. Dude, that was somebody who's good. <laughs> yeah. um, so we are on WrestleMania night one. So let's run through what we had. Um, the Usos beat Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs for the SmackDown tag titles. Uh, six minutes, 56 seconds. Drew McIntyre beat Happy Corbin uh, by a pinfall in 8.35. The Miz and Logan Paul beat Ray and Dominic Mysterio in a tag match in 11 minutes, 15 seconds. Bianca Belair beat Becky Lynch uh, for the Raw Women's title in 19 minutes and 10 seconds. Cody Rhodes defeated, according to Wikipedia, Seth friggin' Rollins by pinfall in 21 minutes and 40 seconds. Uh, Charlotte Flair beat Ronda Rousey by pinfall to win to retain the SmackDown Women's title in 18 minutes and 30 seconds. And Stone Cold Steve Austin beat Kevin Owens by pinfall 
the no DQ match in 13 minutes and 55 seconds. What did you think of night one of WrestleMania, Andrew? Yeah, I had a blast. <laughs> it was really good. I had really so good much show. fun. I was yeah. like, I I was uh I was talking to our friends about it, and I I because I I'm the one like I'm gonna I will enjoy sh- I like shitting on wrestling I like shitting on yeah. things like I was on a yeah. movie podcast that I shit on things uh a lot too like I it's fun uh, you know what yeah. I mean I don't know the people who are making these things fuck them oh right you know they're doing fine yeah. you know but yeah. uh this was, was like great like everything pretty much everything was good like uh, the Usos match, I mean, it wasn't the best thing in the world, but Rick Boogs blew out his goddamn entire leg, apparently, during that match. Yeah, which sucks. And you got maybe uh, one of the greatest Shinsuke Nakamura's get up of all time. <laughs> maybe the yeah. best one ever. Um, I, I just, like, and that was probably, that was the low point of the of the night. Like, I, yeah. I thought, I, I don't see and anything that's really it, worse than that. Probably could have been. Better. I mean, they can't account for the fact that Rick, Boog, Rick Boog's quad is going to blow while he's trying to do a double fireman's carry spot, you know. Um, but otherwise, yeah, like, I I love, I can't believe I do, I love Happy Corbin. It's the funniest shit. Like, he gets it. Whatever he's doing, I don't care. He's a bad wrestler, and I don't really care to watch him wrestle. His character work, whatever he's doing, he's got it. He nailed this character because he's such a douche. He's got the Hawaiian shirts that he wears while he wrestles. He's coming out with a fedora on. Uh, from Sad Corbin, who can't change his uh, his tank top, even though it's got ketchup stains on it, yeah. <laughs> to this guy. It's great, man. Yeah. That's, it, pro, that's pro wrestling for me. It's so much better than his, like, other persona that must not like whatever that was like yeah. he, he 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 liked he liked uh breaking benjamin and shit like that's yeah that's about his other per- per- persona uh yeah it's this is like it's funny it's got an arc like it, it everybody hated him so like for him to be about down on his luck and then they're doing all this shit and then they the fans like slowly start liking him and then they he gets all this money by gambling right that's how he won the yeah. money and yeah. I, I just can't wait. They have to make him poor again. Like, he should just continually for years <laughs> just keep losing all of his money and then getting all of his money. And when he when he loses all his money, it's, like, pathetic. It's the saddest yeah. shit in the world. When he gets all his money, he acts like he was never poor. And he just yeah. shits on anybody who's poor. I'm better than you. It's evergreen for, forever you can do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's uh, doing great character work. I thought their match was good, which surprised me because I am not – super into baron corbin as a wrestler um the ending after (laughs) after drew wins and he tries to decapitate madcap moss and ends up cutting the ropes in half uh certainly surprising like they don't do stuff like that and so i thought that was cool like i think drew's a little cheesy for me uh at this point but he's like he's a big dude and he looks impressive he's over too the crowd fucking loved him yeah, and um, it's just not necessarily clicking for me. But otherwise, I thought that that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like the the greatest fucking wrestling match. That's what we're gonna talk. That's what we're gonna say a lot yeah. during these WrestleManias. Like this WrestleMania, like it wasn't the greatest wrestling match in the world, 
but like yeah. it's part of this like really fun from wall to wall show that like and and cutting the ropes was pretty sick i wonder if they were they had to have just worked that like there's no way he's carrying around a sword that's, sword that's no. that's sharp enough to cut the ropes like that you know what i mean yeah uh, Sarah's kids saw that part and they're like, "Is that a real sword?" Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, I, you know, it depends on what real means. Yeah, but yeah it's yeah. a sword. It's a sword. <laughs> um, and they're like, "He was gonna try to kill that guy." Like, no, that guy, that yeah. guy knows to get out of the way. Um, I thought Logan Paul did uh, well. He uh, like, I don't think it was the be- he didn't do as good as Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny was better than Logan Paul. But I thought Logan Paul showed something. If he wants to go into pro wrestling, he clearly has like an acumen for it. Listen, we did a we did a debate <laughs> show about this. Yeah. I shit on the entire idea, right? Yeah. Um, I have historically not a big, been a big fan of the Paul brothers, though I am coming around a little bit. Um, yeah. Even Jake. like Jake seems like the bigger shithead, and I'm coming around to him a little bit more too. Um, with that said, this is fucking awesome. Like he he came yeah. out with the the fucking mo- the rarest most expensive Pokemon card ever bought on yeah. a on an eighty thousand dollar pendant around his neck. That's and... some see all of these things are leaning into the Idel Wrestling Federation. That is that is some shit that you would do. Oh, he might get uh, drafted. Yeah, like, <laughs> th- th- that's the thing. Like he he knew how to, he knew where the hard camera was. Yeah. He cuz he was talking to the hard camera all night like the whole time. Yeah. Um he, the the Miz was the f- fucking perfect person to team him up with because the Miz is the only guy as annoying as a Paul brother in the, in the, yeah in the uh, WWE. I love the Miz. Huge Miz fan. Um he obviously like he's not going to have a full good singles match where he's having to throw worked punches to the face and uh, having to work a, an entire match, I don't, I don't know if he's gonna do that yet. But like everything he hit, he hit pretty clean. The one thing that he struggled on was getting out of the ring one time, which is fine because he was like panicking at the moment. Um, uh, well, and he hit a phantom punch on Dominic towards the end. I mean, it's it's a small oh, di- thing. oh yeah, when Dominic yeah. fell off, I forgot about that. Yeah, he, he totally whiffed on that punch. But like by and large, like he did, you know the the um, Eddie suplexes. Well, he did a frog splash. Like he did more than a guy who's not a wrestler. <laughs> you would he imagine did, would, he did would the do. splits. Yeah. Like it was pretty sick. Like so that's one conversation here. Logan Paul, fucking, I think he killed it. Yeah. I would like to see. I was a little confused by having Miz turn on him just because it's like, who's the babyface in that scenario? Um, yeah, the crowd doesn't want to cheer Logan Paul. Like, he's so much more a heel. And people don't want to cheer the Miz, so. They're both uh, built in heels. Why don't you just keep them a fucking tag team for a little longer? Like, I don't, yeah, I have no idea why they turn, why the Miz turned on him. It doesn't make any sense. They should have had. Um, yeah, they should have had like because I understand if you want him to wrestle again, like you have something like that happen, but it's like yeah. you have somebody else turn on, like you have because you want to keep him a tag team too, so he doesn't have to carry singles matches. So like, have right. those guys come out and and like beat the shit out of a tag team that wins later on or something like that. Like have yeah. them fucking beat the shit out of a stupid ass fucking Sheamus and, and Butch and all that shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but th- that was a kind of a low spot of it. I mean, it was like exciting to see that happen, but like, uh, and Mrs. The look on Mrs. Face was great, yeah. but um, that's one conversation. Yeah, I still don't think they should have beat Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. 
I am confused about yeah. <laughs> about them beating the Mysterios. Especially, well, I'm confused about them beating the Mysterios. I am more confused about them beating the Mysterios and then breaking up immediately. Um, yeah. that, doesn't <laughs> yeah, make, that's a good point. that doesn't make any sense. Um, I thought <laughs> that uh, Miz at the end, whenever he picks up Dominic and body slammed him onto Ray, that looked like he really just slammed yeah. him right on Ray's head and Ray wasn't ready for it. Uh, but yeah, I especially because you already had them beat them beat them up to get the heat, and now they probably don't get a rematch um, unless they split Ray and Dominic up, and each like Ray teams with Logan Paul against the Miz and Dominic Mysterio. It would probably be the other way around. Yeah, but Ray can't be a heel. He's jumping out the sky. I know, but uh... and you got to have a guy that can work with. Mm. Like Dominic working with you Logan would have Paul. to make Miz a babyface in this, but Miz turned on him, so like <laughs> right. you can't really do that because yeah. like the thing is the whole this whole thing has been like even during the match it was it was Logan and Ray that were jawing at each other and and right. uh, Ray was uh, uh, like Logan disrespected him like crazy and Logan was disrespecting him during the match and all that shit like I so it it would be weird for them to team up uh, but I I see your point but it would be weird. Yeah. I mean, it would be weird. Even I mean, if Logan teams up with him, then Logan then raise the baby, raise a heel anyway, because Logan has to be a heel, right? But he got he got jumped, so he's know, the he de facto did. baby face. In this. It's there's a there's no baby faces in this scenario, and I don't think that they're crazy enough to do just the Miz versus Logan Paul. That would be terrible. Yeah, I, I, as good as as good as I, I mean, as good as I think, maybe Logan's like McAfee good. Maybe, but I I don't know. I mean, who knows? Is, yeah, uh, until he gets in there. But I'd keep him in tags, you know. Dude, Just... I am like literally after watching that. Like I was the heat that he had, and the the aptitude that yeah. he showed, and the the uh, char- charisma that he has, and stuff like that. I was like, maybe Logan Paul should stick around for a while, and like, I think. If they're running out of guys to do trailer fr- fights with, because I think Jake Paul's last fight with. Uh, Woodley didn't draw that well. Like wrestling's a great avenue for both of them. I think Jake Paul would probably transition equally well. Well, the thing is, yeah, but yeah, you're you're 100 right about that. Them as a tag team, holy shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> but you... the the uh, I mean, strap a rocket to that shit. But the uh, Jake has a, and I think Logan might. I, Logan does too. They both have contracts with Showtime, so I, it depends on how long their oh. contracts are with that, or how many fights they they owe. You technically with combat sports, you can't like. You owe me brain damage, so you, they they can all you can always pretty much break a contract of contract sport a contract of uh, combat sports. If I mean, because I'm sure they didn't get an exclusivity deal because they want to do all these different things, you know. So um, it's very interesting to see how that pans out. But um, yeah, I mean, I- imagine a Jake and Logan tag because t- I bet Jake would be good at it too. Like those guys yeah. are driven. Like they they they. <laughs> And they should have had the Miz as their manager, <laughs> and then they'd, you know, fuck that up, didn't they? Yeah, but they, I guess they don't need a manager because both of them can talk. I think so. Like, yeah, both of them can talk. Uh, yeah, I think that that's probably a move that they could do, and that would be great. I don't yeah. have a problem with either of those dudes. Um, yeah, so we don't have to get into it, but I don't think they should have beaten Ray. We had this yeah. discussion before, uh, but he did so well that like I'm not I'm not gonna sh- like I'm not gonna cry about it anymore. They both know? hit the they hit the double six one nine on Jake, which know? I don't like. like. Just just let Ray do it. 
Like I yeah. like you, Dom. That spinny thing <laughs> that Dominic did over the top rope. Uh, yeah, the Tornillo. That thing's sick. But um, yeah. yeah, I thought Dominic uh, also had a good showing. Dominic, yeah, he did. Uh, a lot of people are shit on him. I mean, it's hard when your dad's the greatest luchador of all time. Yeah. But uh, I thought he did well, and we had Stephanie McMahon come out and do her stepper wife shit, uh, where she talked about the majesty of WrestleMania. <laughs> Uh, and then now forever, uh, etc. And then she introduced Gable Stevenson, who's uh, or Gable Stevenson, who's going to be big, and uh, I think he's going to be big for them. It's interesting though; he doesn't seem like the most charismatic guy. Like he yeah. just walks out there and puts his hands up, and like even the way he puts his hands up, it's like, oh, this guy's not ready for the big time. Yeah, I don't think they're going to immediately put him on one of the main shows i think he's got to go get some training but like uh not to compare him to one of the goats but kurt angle uh nailed it pretty pretty early watch you your know. mouth watch your mouth no. <laughs> kurt angle would have put his hands up differently that's what i'm yeah. saying watch watch yeah. watch him go out there and put his hands up during this but uh let i we, let's i don't want to have a, a discussion about this gable steveson has an interesting past <laughs> yeah i looked it up not great yeah. Uh, um yeah. not 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 there there are some uh, some some not good things that have happened uh that he uh, maybe perpetu- uh, <laughs> he he might he might have done did some stuff but we uh outside of that even I don't I don't know how much charisma he has how good he's going to be all that stuff but if if a shred right. of that stuff god damn it but like um anyway I'm not too stoked about Gable Stevenson I can tell you that Yeah they are stoked though you can tell um, and, and it's it would, weird, honestly. Yeah, well, they they want athletes. They want dudes that don't already know how to wrestle, so they can teach them specifically how to wrestle their style. And he's a genuine amateur wrestling freak. Like he he really yeah. is as good as they are saying he is. Like yeah. Uh, then we got to my match of the night for night one from a pure wrestling standpoint, which was Bianca Belair beating Becky Lynch for the Raw. Uh, no. Which title did she beat her for? One of the women's the titles. The Raw Women's Championship. Yes, for the Raw Women's Championship. Um, both of them got uh, special entrances. I thought Bianca Belair's entrance was sick with the marching band uh, and coming out playing her song. Yeah, and, and it was like, uh, yeah, go keep going. You're good. And she look, I mean, they both do. Like, they both came across as giant stars, but Bianca Belair just has, like, that energy that she's going to be a giant star. Oh yeah. That bounciness when she's swinging her hair all over the place, uh, yeah. that, that, that it's just so she moves like her. Like that's the thing that we've talked about with wrestling. Like wrestlers move, like they, they all have their different ways that they move. And like the, yeah. and, and, uh, she, that bounciness to her that she always has is great. She's fucking strong by the way. But anyway, yeah. uh, I thought Becky Becky's was like it was interesting because it was like you just came out in a white Escalade, <laughs> but yeah, I thought she looked fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, she looks like the female Terminator, dude. Yeah, the Terminator, like... bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. But the the mirror glasses and like uh, the shoulder pads and the the yeah. the uh, the late what it's not lace mesh whatever that shit is. She looks like she's in the Helena video, My Chemical Romance. Oh yeah yeah yeah. But. Uh, she looked fucking awesome with the, and she always got that look on her face, that look in her eyes, like Chuck Liddell. Um, that, yeah, that these were, were they, yeah, the, I think these were 
my favorite, all except for, I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin, my favorite entrances of the evening. Yeah, uh, they both really came out as stars. Like you said, um, they had a great match, and I really enjoyed it. Like, Bianca Belair does a bunch of stuff that's super impressive. She did a 450 splash off the second rope, which I don't think I've ever seen anybody do. Uh, Nothing comes to mind. Like, to be able to get that rotation from the second rope is crazy to me. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it was was perfect. Like, it was one of those 450 splashes that just lands like you couldn't have like animated it to land better you know yeah and uh becky lynch was great she's just a she's a great heel she's a great wrestler this uh becky two belts becky the man character that she like has found works for everything she comes across as like the legit star well yeah Uh, and the the psychology of the beginning of this match where in the past becky squashed bianca for her belt uh and for the belt and then in this match, Becky tried to do the same thing and end it fast, and she couldn't. And there's yeah. there's moments at the beginning in the first like like three or four or five minutes of the match where Bianca's laying on the ground, like writhing in pain and recovering, and Becky is just unharmed, just pacing back and forth, kind of talking to herself because she can't figure out what's different or like what she's gonna need to do to to finish this match. And uh, yeah. I thought that was really cool, and I thought that like the way that they built this entire thing, like whoever, like the well, it seemed like I don't know if you noticed this. It seemed like Becky was calling all the spots in this match. Yeah, I know that they mostly come up with everything in the back, but I think uh, Becky's leading it. If there's anything to have to be called in the ring, oh, okay, because uh, I, I saw her, like a, a bunch of things. Yeah, remind or reminding her of the spots that are coming up, maybe things mm-hmm. like that. Um, Yeah, I thought that they really sold the struggle of this match really well. Like, the end, uh, Becky is trying to pick Bianca Belair up to hit her with another finish, and she can't get her up because Bianca is selling how exhausted she is, and then she backflips out of a move in the ropes and hits her finish, the kiss of death, uh, to get the win. And I thought that sequence looked great. And I'm hyped for hopefully a longer Bianca Belair uh, title reign where she really gets to show like what she can do as a top baby face. Listen, I'm on board. There's total on... money there. Oh yeah. She's, she yeah. is, uh, she's got it. She's got everything. And, um, I think they should, yeah, I think they should let her stick around for a little bit. It's so much better than like, um, the staleness that has become the other title in certain ways. You know, yeah. um, this was like the feel good moment of, the night well uh, there were a lot of feel-good moments at wrestlemania but in terms of somebody yeah. getting what they deserved uh, uh it seemed like everybody was pretty much behind bianca Belair winning this match and i like becky lynch i think becky lynch is going to be good no matter what they do with her so um yeah did you see becky kick the shit out of bianca Belair in the face though <laughs> yeah she was going for i think she was going for the molly go round which is the front flip into like a seated senton mm-hmm. and i don't what happened but she just basically did a front flip drop kick right to bianca's face it was it, she kicked the shit out of her have you seen what bianca yeah. belair's face looks like right now no her left uh, left eye is like swollen shut oh i'm sure like because you could tell they didn't I, you can tell they didn't mean to do that but you can also tell because becky's not trying to like keep that like or uh hold back on the kick because she doesn't think she's going to hit her. She just hit her right in the face as hard as she could. Oh, she smoked the shit out of her. There's the, the funny, the, they, so they, she, 
if you watched it live, they they she did the flip, she kicked her in the face, and then they cut the camera like immediately to a different angle while Becky went for the cover, and you saw Be- Becky mouth, oh my god, <laughs> as she's going to cover her up because she yeah. she had to have known she just fucked her up. Uh, yeah. But Bianca didn't really show it. I mean that that had to have hurt really bad because her her eye was very swollen. I don't know if she has a broken orbital or or if she just has a swollen eye, but it was like fucking very swollen. Um, yeah. But she, I mean, she kept going, and the the match ended up being really good. And I, I'm happy for both of them. I I really hope I really hope uh, I hope WWE keeps like giving us actual fresh things instead of. <laughs> Yeah, and, like, they have the edge. Sarah watched uh, this match with me, and she said, you know, oh, WWF or WWE has the superior women's wrestling. Oh, yeah. That's an area where they're beating AEW, like, pretty handedly Yeah, is in the women's division, which is cool. And hopefully they uh, keep pushing Becky and Bianca to the top. Uh, We get our video package for Seth Rollins. I'm sorry, Seth freaking Rollins. Um he should and, he should just keep doing that. He should be freaking Seth freaking Rollins. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and his next he's t-shirt. uh he comes out with a choir singing for him and then he's in the ring and they wait like they wait a little bit longer than you would want them to wait. Yeah, I thought and it was a little start, too long. And you start to be like well, what's going on and then boom, Cody Rhodes uh, AEW theme hits. It's the American Nightmare. They didn't change any of his presentation. It's exactly the same. And he comes out to what I thought was a really big ovation in this uh, in this arena. Yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty much the I think the biggest pop for any actual active wrestler yeah. at WrestleMania this year. I, I think I could say that. I think that's. I mean, Maybe in celebration they popped they popped as big in certain things like when Bianca won or something, but yeah. In terms of an entrance, I'm pretty sure he got the biggest pop out of everybody except for like Stone Cold. Yeah, well, because it was I think it was partially like everybody assumed that it was going to be Cody. It's like ninety nine percent sure, but there's you know the one percent that you weren't sure if he was going to do it, and then how are they going to bring him out and all of that? And yeah. Then, uh, you're getting the night one pop anyway. It'll be interesting to see if he stays a babyface um, because his, I think the money for Cody Rhodes is in being a heel, and I think his natural tendencies lead him to be a heel. But we'll see what happens. Um, I thought that this match was really, really good. I thought they had a great match. Uh, Rollins is fantastic. I don't need Corey Graves calling him Seth freaking Rollins Every time on commentary, that grades me to no end. It's his gimmick, bro. I know, but I it can be the gimmick. Ah! The gimmick <laughs> The gimmick doesn't bother me. It's just like, <laughs> well, that's nearly a three count for Seth freaking Rollins. What's he gonna do next? It it feels uh shoehorned in, you know. Well, that's why he, uh, that's why I think he should lean into it. Freaking Seth freaking Rollins next. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh I I thought that they like they did a lot of wrestling in this match. This match got I think the most time on night one. Yeah, uh, it's the second longest match of WrestleMania overall. Yeah, they got twenty one minutes, and uh, I thought Cody really uh, did did well here and got a lot of babyface pops, and like they just went out there and just emptied both barrels. Uh, both of the guys did because Rollins tried to do a Phoenix splash. Uh, 
and missed, and then they did uh, Rollins had an insane reverse suplex off the top rope to Cody Rhodes that looked oh, awesome. Yeah. 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 Um and then Rhodes uh did a callback to his dad, hit him with the with the punches and the bionic elbow, and the crowd uh was really into that. So I thought a really good match and a really good uh presentation for Rollins night one. Or I'm sorry, for Cody Rhodes night one. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I thought it was all good. I, I still have my doubts about his ceiling. Um not because he's not good. I just I, there there are certain guys that you can just kind of like looking at him. He doesn't seem like he's gonna be a main event. And that fucking tattoo's a problem, dude. It really is. Like I say it yeah. jokingly. We've said it so many times jokingly, but like, yeah, it's just a really um, un, uh, aesthetically unpleasing. Like, and I like tat- neck tattoos. Like, there's a lot of people who have neck tattoos that I like. Like Jorge Masvidal's. Uh, game bread right here is it's yeah. a, not even a good tattoo it's like shitty like oh, like like blotchy bad tattoo but i think it looks sick you know what i mean yeah that cody rose tattoo is like done kind of well if i i haven't looked at it in like detail but it looks like it's done pretty well it's just like huge and in a weird spot and like it's like it really is like we've said this a bunch of times it's like a creative wrestler tattoo where like yeah you're doing that thing where you're trying to move the tattoo around on the, on the, and you're not a tattoo artist. So everything looks a little bit weird on the video game. And like, yeah. yeah. Well, and he's not like, he's not tatted up in other areas. Like he has the dream tattoo. on. And his that's chest. a sick, that's a cool tattoo. I like that yeah. tattoo a lot, but like if his arms had tattoos and it went up into like his neck, maybe it would look different, but it just, it's so weird to just be on an Island by itself. It's and just like, it's just such a weird idea. <laughs> yeah, and it's like full color, and it's like you can't you can't escape it. And it's like, the no same what he does. And it's the know? same logo that's on his pants, which kind of there's like it looks redundant. Like right, how many well, places it's his logo? Gonna, I know, but how many <laughs> yeah. how many places are you gonna put that? You know what I mean? That's what she said. Yeah. But <laughs> I just I just don't I I don't know. I, I, I aside from the tattoo, yeah. uh, Cody Rhodes is a really good wrestler. Um, he's he's a he's really good. I just don't think he's ever going to be a top guy. Yeah, I think probably why Triple H is his favorite wrestler is he's... I see him as Triple H, and the knock on Triple H is always... Triple H is not a top star on his own. He's the guy that works with the top star, which is still a great spot to be in. But he alone is could is not the number one guy. And anytime you try to make him the number one guy, it uh, your product isn't as good because of it. Because... Uh, People just don't connect in the same way to him, you know. And I think that's kind of Cody's thing. And I think Cody as a babyface is not as good, you know. I think Cody as a heel who wants to be a social climber and who wants the people to love him and who has this obsession with legacy, I think could be a really interesting, cool character. He just hasn't done it yet and didn't want to do it in AEW, and I think that's part of the reason he left, is that he desperately needed to turn heel in AEW because the fans had turned on him. How long has he been a wrestler? Uh, since he was 19. He's so never done that yet? Not be... He's been a heel before, but not that particular heel. Yeah, it's... Well, I just, like... I don't know. I just... I feel like... I feel like if he was ever going to be that, he was he would have done it already. And, like... He co-founded a company that he that he didn't end up being the top star for. You know what I mean? Right, so like, right. and he was like, he had every opportunity to be the top star in that company. So like, yeah. 
I feel like I'm shitting on him just because I, I'm like, I, I tweeted a while back that like everybody's just wrestling fans are so addicted to debuts now that they forget that Cody Rhodes had go away heat on AEW like three months ago, you know? And like, yeah. I think what's going to happen is people are still going to be stoked about this and he's going to be upper mid card eventually. Like, yeah, it'll be interesting. I bet he, I wonder if he gets a run with the belt, but getting a run with the belt in WWE isn't nearly like the prestige it used to be. Like a lot of the guys get a run with the belt and it just kind of, they move it to the next guy. Like Jinder Mahal was world champion, you know? So do you think they will actually put the AEW guy, put the belt on him? The guy, well, I guess he was AEW. He was AEW champ, right? No, he was never the. He was the TNT champ. He was. Oh, uh, it was the champ. TNT champ. I always get that wrong. Yeah. Um, do you think Vince would like? Listen, we're doing the invasion angle right now. Right. We've learned what Vince likes to do when he gets other people's talent. Yeah. Well, eventually he did put the belt on Booker T. I'm even surprised. That's a good point. I'm even surprised that I was surprised he beat Seth Rollins. Like, because I mean, even though. Yeah, you gotta beat Seth Rollins. Like yeah, he's, he, it, at that point, with with how it's going, like you gotta you gotta win. But like the logic would dictate. But uh, several things that happen. Uh, yeah, the logic the logic does not dictate. So yeah, um, and and he literally like led a the revolution the against revolution against yeah. it. Well, if he moves, I mean, the biggest thing will be if he if he moves ratings, if he moves merch, if he's a star then yeah, they'll put the belt on him, you know? And that's what I think that's probably one of Cody's big reasons to go back. He said as much in interviews, he wants to win the belt as dad. His dad never won, you know? God damn. And... Fuck you, bro. All right. Yeah. Dude, the way that, if he's going to frame it like that, he should never win it. <laughs> right. It's, uh, you know, but I think as a heel, there's just so much more. He's, he's so much more hateable than he is lovable, at least in my estimation. Especially so. now. Yeah, um, they do the Hall of Fame segment. We're going to do 35 minutes now on Rick Steiner just coming out, looking so happy. Oh, uh, man. Barking. His tuxedo. He's yep. barking. He's, I, just, I, just, I just love the man. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, I thought everything about this was cool. Even The Undertaker coming out, doing his entrance. Like, uh, I'm all, I'm good with all of it. It's fine. It's for the yeah. crowd. It's, yeah. I get. I mean, if you want to get like, I felt bad for the people that are like, "Oh, we're Hall of Famers, but we're lesser Hall of Famers." Uh, but it is the well, Undertaker, uh, so I get. I, you know. Yeah, they always have one guy who's the lead guy who gets like his own, like the headliner. Thing. Yeah, yeah, um, and, you know. But and then they announce that there were seventy thousand, seventy-seven thousand eight hundred ninety-nine in attendance, um, according to the website WrestleTix. Uh, the amount of tickets sold is about sixty five thousand. <laughs> so, dude, Meltzer is hilarious because he really does have an anti WWE bias right now. Like he shits oh. on literally everything they do. Yeah. Um, I wonder what caused that bitterness. I, I, my theory is that like WWE fans who hounded him for liking AEW so much, like has pushed him. It's like how politics sometimes like people will push you in another direction just because they're being such a dickhead to you about other yeah. things, you know? Yeah. Uh, I feel like that might've happened with Meltzer a little bit, but he, he just tweeted a uh, fake number is 77,800. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's AEW or, and uh, 
like those that style has always appealed more to Meltzer. And yeah, he w- likes that stuff. And like even back in the day, like a lot of the matches that we review, the ones that get four stars and stuff are like weirdly the hardcore matches or like <laughs> yeah. these triple threats and stuff. Uh, so I think it's some of that, and I think he just like it's WWE is the monolith, so it's fun to hate the monolith, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of a lot of a lot of older wrestling fans are inherently contrarian, no matter what. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you don't have to be a contrarian to prefer mm-hmm. AEW by any measure. But uh, right. I, 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 in a lot of ways, prefer AEW. But um, Meltzer is a <laughs> fake he's on one fake lately. news. He's, he's been just, on one lately. I can tell yeah. you that. Um, we get the video package for Rousey and Charlotte Flair. And I thought the one interesting thing here is they're trying to compare Ronda Rousey's accomplishments to Charlotte Flair's. And it's like Ronda Rousey created like a whole industry around her and legitimately won like championships. And then they're like, but Charlotte Flair's on the cover of Muscle and Fitness magazine. <laughs> so yeah. Those are not the same, you know? Right. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. It really is. I the the thing the 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 thing that sucks about this match is the same thing that sucks about the main event of night two. I don't care. Like, I I've shit on I've I've shit on I don't shit I I and I, I'll walk it back a little bit. Like I Charlotte Flair is really good. Um, She's very talented. Yeah, and uh, she does really good work in this match. I think she I think she kind of carries a lot of this match. Not surprisingly, I mean Ronda's like still green. You know. Yeah. But Charlotte's uh, emotion and stuff did uh, did a lot for this match. But um, Char- Charlotte versus Ronda feels like Roman versus Brock in that it is pretty stock. Like, it's not anything that we're surprised by. Nobody who wins will be, like, a super stoked feel-good moment in e- either of them. Like, either one, right. you're not, like, it's not, it, you don't, it doesn't make you feel the way that Bianca makes you feel when she wins. Um, right. So, like, I I really couldn't care much about this match to be honest yeah ronda doesn't have a story of like struggle to overcome like you know you oh, don't yeah. get the same you don't get the same video package you know and it's like this is sort of a supposed to be a who's better thing but the accomplishments are like apples and oranges it's weird to try to compare them um and i thought that they tried a lot in this match but there was a there was some sloppiness in this uh which sometimes I don't mind, but there was a lot of the a lot of the like submission and judo stuff looked really good, but some of the transitions mm-hmm. weren't weren't really there, and some of the spots that they were going for, uh, they like they didn't really hit as smoothly as you would want. Um, yeah, and I mean it it wasn't like the most inventive story in the world, but we can give them credit that they at least told a little bit more of a story within it. Like uh, they both wanted to make the other submit just for their own ego, basically. Yeah. Um, and that came out a little bit in the match, and that that made it a little more interesting than just a straight up wrestling match would have, I think. Yeah, um, they give Charlotte, or I'm sorry, they give Rousey the visual pin, uh, but Charlotte's foot was on the rope, so they sort of buy it back because uh, they're going to beat Rousey here. Uh, there's a referee bump, and then of course Charlotte taps again on the arm bar, but the referee's out, and then. I thought Ronda's sell on the big boot at the end was really well, like went really well. She looked yeah. like she got knocked out. Yeah, it was a good sell. And for sure. uh, Charlotte steals it, and her her face afterwards after she steals it is great because she seems as surprised as anybody. And they're probably going to run this back, I would imagine. That's the, the uh, and that was the big bummer with most of the wrestling fans that I saw on Twitter and, and talking to in person was like, you know, this was kind of a 
flaccid matchup in the first place that you were telling us is the big greatest matchup in the world. Right. And then you book a obvious rematch angle cuz like they they not they did it twice. They did it, like you said, they did two different things that delegitimized Charlotte's win. And yeah. um I mean it's not the most offensive matchup in the world, but like uh I I feel like they have the roster to do something fresh like um Hopefully they do after that, I guess. Yeah, well, and I think the real money's in Becky versus Ronda. If, like, Becky turns babyface and you have Ronda as the heel, because Ronda's better as a heel anyway. Yeah. Like, uh, she's not she's not overly the type of person that you cheer for. Like, her personality doesn't, do, doesn't come across that way. But as, like, an evil heel, I think she would do great. And Becky as, like, the defender of pro wrestling, uh... Well, it seems to be like the bigger money match, but they want to hold off on that one. So, uh, which also makes it weird why you beat Ronda here. Cause I Is think Ronda Charlotte's will... go ahead. Sorry. All right. Well, cause Charlotte seems pretty bulletproof to me aside from maybe wanting to just give Charlotte a win over the legitimate MMA fighter. Whereas like Ronda needs wins to legitimize her in, in wrestling. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the, what the long game is here. I, I would like to see, Honestly, and they would never go for this. They would never do this. I think they pay Ronda too much to do this. Um, I would like to see Ronda lose this feud and then do a extended thing with uh, Shayna Baszler. Yeah, or team them up. Team them up first and have them just run run through people, you know, and then break them up. Yeah, make them make them a huge tag team and and all that stuff. Then break them up and do it because. They were friends before. They're both MMA fighters. They they have different styles. Shayna's a lot bigger, but Ronda's the prodigy. Like, there's a lot of things you could do here. Um, I don't know if I haven't heard Shayna on the mic, but I've watched the Ultimate Fighter when she was on it, and I doubt that yeah. she can really talk much. So maybe you maybe you give her a manager. Maybe Alexa Bliss is her manager or something right. like that. And uh, Ronda can't talk for either. So that that would be that would be the tough thing about this. But it kind of writes yeah. itself with their own history, you know. Yeah. Um, or maybe you don't need them to really talk. You know, they just kick ass. You just keep it sort of the Brock Lesnar thing where it's short and you believe that he could beat you up because he's proven he's got yeah. the track record to prove it, you know. That's true. Um, yeah, that's good because they, they have money with Shayna Baszler too. We'll talk about that uh, in a few minutes. But I think that she's great and they need something for her to do that's not teaming up with Natty Nightheart. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, they run down the card for night two, which of course uh, I was stoked about. And then we get to the main event where they do the promo package for Owens and Austin. And goddamn, man, Kevin Owens, he's the best wrestler in the world. He's the best. I like, and that's that's the thing. Like, Owens and Zayn are my two favorite in the world right now. Yeah. Um, and Owens is just, in terms of like, in terms of overall versatility, I think Owens might edge Zayn, in my opinion, a little bit. Yeah. But it's just the the work that he did, and because he did the stock, you know, your state sucks uh, heel work, right. but he did yeah. it so well, just because he's he's a he's a pretentious Canadian guy, even French though he's Cana- like French Canadian, French Canadian, which is that's, it's that's so worse. much worse. Yeah, it's so much worse. Uh. And he just, he's calling out the most beloved man in this, might as well be the governor of Texas. Yeah. 
and uh, he went hard at it after it on Twitter. Yeah, he, he did it on, in in the interviews. He did it in the. It was just great. It's so good. He's got some lines here where he first comes out and he's like, "I know I've said a lot of stuff about Texas, but now that I've been here, it's worse than I remember." It yeah. Being. yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, and he tells uh, he tells everybody that Austin is going to. Uh, he'll invite Austin out when he wants to, because it's his show. And uh, what's Austin going to do about it anyway? You know, yeah. uh, which is great. And then of course, Austin comes out and fucking hell, man. The I hope I hope Jerry I hope Jerry Jones has got money to put a roof back on the AT and T Center because it's the loudest fucking pop in twenty years that I've heard. And with that many people in the stadium that could have been like top 10 loudest pops in wrestling history. If you think yeah. about it, just cause there's so many people there and it's Stone Cold Steve Austin in Texas. Yeah. But, and he milked the shit out of it. And I'm glad he did. He, yeah. he walks out and, and then he, he, uh, he's just, he's, he kind of stands in the center of the, of the ramp. And then he walks to the far right side. Of the, Cause it's a wide ramp. Walks to the far right side, puts his hands up far left side, puts his hands up. Walks down the ramp, stops, turns back around, comes back with an ATV. <laughs> yeah, I was so Kevin Owens' annoyance, his yeah. <laughs> like he's like, "Where's he going?" And uh, well, because yeah, Kevin was perfect. He's like, "He f- he left." <laughs> yeah. And uh, he comes out and he's like, uh, he's he's knocking over Ke- Kevin Owens' signs for the KO show so he can get on the buckles and uh, do his pose. Yeah, and. Then they have like they have a fun back and forth where he tells, where Austin tells him that he's got a stupid haircut and stupid beady eyes, and he's been talking a bunch of shit. And uh, then uh, Owen says, uh, "You know, I if I grew up here, I'd also be mad. But you know what I would have done? I would have left as soon as I could. You could go to Mexico. It's right there, <laughs> yeah. which is such a good line." Yeah, and so. So there, he's talking shit. Austin's doing his, you know, in a, in about five seconds you're gonna hear seventy five thousand people call you an asshole and the whole crowd, yeah. obviously. And then uh, they're doing the what's, and he he Austin's playing with the what's, like he'll repeat what he said a couple times every once in a yeah. while. And then Owens did it perfectly, where he's like, uh, "I lied to you. I said that I was I was gonna have you come out." And everybody knew where this was going, but I was like, right. "No fucking way!" But yeah. even though we didn't mention KO comes out with his wrist taped and yeah, all right. full wrestling gear. Austin yeah. comes out in his uh, knee braces, which to, uh, to add to the nostalgia, Austin's knee braces uh, come undone before any punches are thrown in this match. Yeah. For any physicality. Yeah. Um, I thought uh, Owens has a great line whenever they start the asshole chant. Owens just goes, Oh, come on, man. Don't be like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, then he tells him, uh, yeah, he says, uh, I lied to you. And to be honest, I got a little bit of a bad back, but I'm out here and I'm looking for a fight. And yeah. then he says, uh, you know, 20 years ago, your knees were shot. Your neck was shot. Your back was shot. Other than that, you're doing fine. Why won't you should, you should accept my challenge. Yeah. Uh, and then he calls himself a big, beautiful French Canadian bastard, which is fantastic. Yep. Uh, and then they, uh, they start the match. Like I didn't think that they were going to actually have a match match. Cause I figured that they would announce it if they were going to do that. Um, and I think if this was still the pay-per-view era, they would have. Yeah. I think that's a good point. Uh, and also, um, you know, I heard someone else point out if, if they announce a match weeks out, 
the anticipation for what the match is going to be builds and builds. That's and true. This can't reach that. But uh, we were talking off pod about Tiger Woods, which is you undersell and you over deliver. Yeah. So everybody knows you're going to get the Kevin Owens Austin segment and you hope it's a match or you hope it's something. And then they, they actually do the match and uh, Kevin, whatever money they're paying Kevin Owens, he deserves way more than what they're paying him. Cause he makes this entire thing run. Like Austin is, uh, he's great. He deserves the pop. I love the rattlesnake. He is severely limited in this match. Oh uh, yeah. But obviously. I think I thought it started off. I mean, the punches, the, the... Austin always looked like he was going to die when he was throwing punches. Like he just, yeah. he, he, it seems like he gets lower every punch he throws. I yeah. thought those were acceptable. I think the only thing that really looked really bad, uh, were the stomp, stomp in the mud hole. Uh, yeah. he can't stomp nearly as fast as he used to. He's 57 goddamn years old and he was broken when he was 25. You know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, no, he's probably like early thirties when he's broken. But, um, so it's like after the stomping, they fight a little bit more and then they go into the crowd and Austin takes a suplex on the concrete. I was surprised. I was going to, I was like counting. I was like, how many bumps does Austin take here? Yeah. Because he, he got thrown into the guardrail, but he took that pretty gingerly, you mm-hmm. know, uh, which again, uh, there is zero shade on, uh, on Steve Austin for anything. You know, he's got spinal stenosis. And got, you know, I'm just thankfully, too... I'm thankfully fucking did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's too low. All that he, shit, you know, all the way too low. Um, yeah, but that, that suplex on the floor, I was surprised they talked him into doing that. Uh, I feel like, yeah, I, I don't know if they, I don't know if they had to talk him into it. Like, sure. Based on how all this went, like, and how much fucking fun he looked like he had this weekend. Yeah. Like, I, I wonder how much they really had to talk him into do so, doing some of these things. Some of the bumps that he took were like, oh, he's fine bumps. Like, like falling off the ropes. Like he didn't really fall off the ropes where he was really protecting himself too much. Like yeah. it was, uh, it was, he was, he actually, like I said, the stomps didn't look good, but other than that, it was like, he looked to be in even better shape than I expected him to be in. Like he knew about this for a while because yeah. he was they said it on the broadcast. They're like, he's not even breathing hard. And it actually didn't look like he was really winded or like, he looked like he was in fantastic shape. Yeah. He, uh, from what I heard, he had had a ring shipped, out to his ranch like in December or something like that to, oh, okay. start getting, to start getting ready for this. And so um, I, I love all of it. They do. Uh, Austin's just drinking the whole match. Uh, his new broken skull, American lager, you know, uh, which is a really good beer. Yeah. Which is, uh, well, this is a new one. This isn't the one that we had. That was the IPA. It's the one that I brought to your house. This is a new, this is a new brand. Oh, okay. Okay. But I'll try that out. They have it at my store. Um, I got a kick out of uh, Kevin Owens not being able to start the ATV to get away. Cause Owens at one point is like, screw this. And he goes to steal the ATV. And then Austin attacks him and then drives the ATV up the ramp with Owens on it. Uh, and then gives him two suplexes on the stage. Um, Kevin, Kevin Owens, does hit a stunner, and so Austin t- takes a bump off the stunner. But that's a pretty like easy bump for you to t- you control your own bump, you know, like how you hit the mat and all of that. So mm-hmm. that's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Owens goes to hit use the chair, and classic, classic heel fashion. Andrew he hits the ropes. 
and hits his hits his own damn self with the chair. Is <laughs> an own goal. Yeah, <laughs> he played himself. Yeah, and then uh, stunner by Austin for the win. And guess what? That's a five star match on the Dusty Godwin Pro Wrestling Enjoyment Scale. Listen, uh, and there are a few five. There, there's at least one more five star match on the yeah. on the Andrew Enjoyment Sale uh, uh, Scale to come. And uh, that's that's what that I think this weekend was WWE understanding what it is like. Yeah. You can't get Austin every WrestleMania. This is probably the last time we're going to see that, right? Um, But give us fun stuff rather than having us watch a bunch of who gives a fuck filler matches. Like, especially if you're going to make WrestleMania two days, like give us the, give us the fun celebrity stuff. If it's going to be this good, like I think they hit lightning in a bottle with their celebrities this year. I don't think every celebrity is going to be able to be this fun. Yeah. But, like, this was them not taking themselves too seriously, understanding that kayfabe's dead, understanding that uh, that that wrestle, wrestling fans g- will give you some leeway sometimes, while also providing some pretty decent, like, actual pro wrestling. You know, like, yeah. I wish the actual pro pro wrestling. If imagine if the actual pro wrestling was better in these in these two cards. Yeah, there was uh, night one had the superior like show overall and had the better like wrestling. If you're looking at it from just a work rate in ring situation. Um, but also, yeah, like you're trying to entertain 65,000 people and Steve Austin could have went out there and done anything. And those people would have, would have cheered. And he gave them like an, an actual match an almost 14 minute match. Yeah, and, and Kevin Owens is the perfect guy to do this match, and yeah. I think that's why Austin finally came back, because for years they've been trying to get him back. And he could have had probably a more marquee match against like Hogan or CM Punk or The Rock again or whatever, and he just never wanted to come back because he didn't want it to go worse and he didn't want to ruin his legacy. And I think Owens is the kind of guy that you see, like he can do everything. Like he'll bump like a like he'll bump like a machine for you. He can do the comedy. He can build the whole thing himself. Like he's the he's the MVP of this match, even if Austin is the reason everybody's there. And, oh yeah, and that was his job. Yeah, his job's dilute. I mean, after the match, Austin does his his celebration, and then Owens gets back up and stumbles into another stunner because <laughs> yeah, know. he knows he knows what his job is. You know what he's there to do. Like, and then and the then... Texas Rangers show up and <laughs> yeah. drag him off for some reason. He gets dragged. That's that. That was so perfect. Yeah. Whoever whoever's idea it was for the te- for Texas Rangers to take to drag Kevin Owens all the way up the ramp out of the yeah. building was brilliant and I yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if it was Kevin's idea like he's just that yeah. type of comedy mind within wrestling and he's and he's a mini, an amazing wrestler like I don't understand yeah. how this guy hasn't been uh the 27 time champ yeah <laughs> yeah and uh, like you know I, I, t- I sent you a screenshot of a tweet that I almost tweeted when he came out of Stone Cold. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yes. Bug God, it's the faddle snake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think yeah. I think him being a little bit on the chubby side for wrestling has hurt him. And I don't think it should have because I think he's the the best. Yeah. The best, like, in the world. 
yeah, he's he's at least tied with somebody that's on night two. I know. Uh, so uh, they do another stunner to Byron Saxton, which is great, and Byron Saxton sells it like he does, uh, crazy. Uh, and then Steve Austin's brother shows up to have a beer with him in the ring, and man, does Steve Austin's brother look like Steve Austin's brother? You know, it's a, it's a couple of goddamn one two one two rattlesnakes in the ring. Yeah. Uh, he. he uh, the amount of beers that Steve Austin drank that night. I it's hope troubling. they chucked some of those. I hope they chucked some of those empties into the crowd and let people take yeah. some home. Like, yeah. I want to. Or the or the full ones that he missed. Because sometimes he'll drop one and he'll just be like, "Fuck that one," and then he'll just ask for another one. Yeah, because he knows yeah. it doesn't look cool to reach down and pick one up, so he yeah. just lets it go. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I want to count how many beers. I'm gonna go back. Yeah. And count how many beers got thrown to Stone Cold over, over especially in the first night. The first night was absurd how how long he yeah. stayed out. And then, well, and he's the, drinking the whole match. And you know? the referees pouring beer into his mouth, and like just yeah. everybody just absolutely embraced what this was, and it was perfect. Oh, he's an entertainer, dude. Steve Austin's the funniest, like Texas redneck dude who totally gets. <laughs> The entertainment part of sports entertainment. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we talked about uh, that. Was it WrestleMania 13, the match with Brett? Yeah. Where he uh, they fight into the crowd, and they're they're beating the shit out. This is when Austin's trying to become a star. This isn't like him yeah. being like a parody of himself or anything. He's They fight into the crowd, and they fight right next to a guy holding a soda or the the soda uh, the guy selling sodas and Austin like hits Brett and grabs the soda and just pours the whole soda over like over his head into his mouth and then yeah. no he no he dr- takes a drink of it and then throws it at Bre- at uh, Brett Hart I think is what yeah. he does. Uh, it's classic. It's, just, it's always been there. Like he just yeah. knows what to do and that's why he's the biggest act in the history of wrestling. Yeah. God damn it, uh, I love Steve Austin. So that's night one. Five stars to end the mat to end the night. Yeah. Uh, then night two, we got uh, RK Bro, which is Randy Orton and Riddle, uh, beat the Street Profits and Alpha Academy in a triple threat match for the tag team, the Raw tag team titles in 11 minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, Bobby Lashley beat Omos by pin in six minutes and 35 seconds. Johnny Knoxville beat Sami Zayn in 14 minutes and 25 seconds in an anything goes match. Sasha Banks and Naomi beat Queen Zelina, Carmella, Rhea Ripley, and Liv Morgan, Natalia, and Shayna Baszler to win the women's tag team titles in 10 minutes and 50 seconds. Edge defeated AJ Styles in 24 minutes and 5 seconds. Sheamus and Ridge Holland with Butch defeated The New Day in 1 minute and 40 seconds. Uh, Pat McAfee defeated Austin Theory with Vince McMahon in 9 minutes and 40 seconds. Then Mr. McMahon beat Pat McAfee in 3 minutes and 45 seconds. And in our main event, the biggest WrestleMania match of all time, uh, Roman Reigns defeated Brock Lesnar to unify the WWF or WWE and WWE Universal Championships in 12 minutes and 35 seconds. Um, I did not enjoyed this night as much night two is the inferior night by quite a bit in my estimation yeah i mean i think it was gonna be like when we were i was talking to uh, to my friends who i watched it with before it started and i'm like this is there's no way this is as good as night one night one had seven matches and six of them were awesome and the other one uh, rick boogs's knee exploded and like or well 
except for Flair and Rousey wasn't that good. It wasn't that great, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah. This one, like, you know me, I'm not gonna get all stoked about a 100 person tag team, uh, and we yeah. and, uh, tag team match, and we have two of them. Um, yeah. And then uh, Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, I know. I know. Uh, I know. Cornette calls him almost, which isn't bad. Yeah. I call him. I called him Nomos. <laughs> okay, Nomos is better. I yeah, feel I feel like, like I yeah. feel like I like that one. Um, and then uh, the Sheamus and Ridge Holland with Butch defeating the New Day. Like, I like the New Day a lot. Uh, I I I really don't like Sheamus, and then yeah. Ridge Holland almost killed uh, goddamn uh, Big E. We miss you, Big E, yeah. and then Butch drives me nuts. Yeah. So um, like, we'll get to that, but like, I have some thoughts. Yeah, some some angry thoughts. Um, Triple H opened the show, and he comes out. Uh, I was just like, you can't retire the water bottle gimmick, huh? In the middle of, I guess we're not in the middle of the pandemic anymore. Still not cool to just spit a bunch of water everywhere. Hey, I say that to tell that to Stone Cold. Uh, oh yeah, but I would uh, never say that to I would never say that to Stone Cold. I know, yeah. <laughs> Think twice uh, before you say that shit, goddamn yeah. rattlesnake. But I saw I saw a tweet that said the only masks I see inside the the AT and T arena that are being worn by the Mysterios. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is true. That is true. Is it's funny. Texas, bro. Yeah. Uh, but. The um, Triple H, uh, he he had to. Uh, he was like, "I come out here too," and I was like, to, "Just to get that pop, huh?" That's why I came out here. Yeah, get yeah. a little bit of applause. Uh, so he has to retire, unfortunately, because he uh, had like a cardiac issue, and I guess was like real close to dying, from what I read. Um, and so now he can't wrestle, so he leaves his boots in the ring, which cool. Like I don't hate Triple H. I have mixed feelings about him uh, as a wrestler and an executive but uh he's had a lot of good matches and it's a bummer that he has to retire and i hope that he is all right um and a scant 15 minutes in andrew and we get our first wrestling match so well his his entrance was 13 minutes it took (laughs) him so goddamn long to get in the ring and it's like it's it's so funny because like we we're talking so like happy about all these guys coming out to get this applause and all this shit and like and and milking their we're happy that they milked their entrance and stuff and we're like get off my screen <laughs> yeah willie hears you willie don't care and i don't hate triple h he just bores me at this point you know what i mean yeah. like he's not gonna come out and do something fun like because he always puts himself over so like yeah uh so uh He's gonna come out and spit water and have that weird nose that he has. But like, I'm 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 happy he's still around. Like, I I loved what he did with NXT, and I'm bummed that he's not doing that shit anymore. But um, yeah, I didn't care. Yeah, um, I thought the tag match, the triple threat tag, was a lot better than I thought it would be. It's still um, still just a lot of guys in the ring. But like, uh, did you see that Alpha Academy did the Steiner Brothers Bulldog? Yeah, I as see. a yeah. That was cool. Uh, and then the Street Profits hit a double-team blockbuster where the where Montez Ford jumped 800 feet in the air, and that looked sick. Montez Ford, crazy athlete. Yeah. Uh, and Talk about then, all the cool stuff Otis did. Oh, you know, a lot of ground-based offense. God, Otis. I hate Otis. I do not uh, like Otis. He's, he's like too fat Vader. Yeah. It's, uh, but it was not as good. 
Not as no. talented. He doesn't have the fucking helmet, dude. Vader, <laughs> Vader's helmet. The, the master dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think that uh, Riddle and uh, Orton work really well together. I imagine they're going to break him up eventually uh, to do a program with them. But like, this was a fun opener, and it got it was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's fine. It didn't need to be yeah. eleven and a half minutes, but. Um, <laughs> Uh yeah, Montez Ford was really fun to watch. I like the Street Profits. Don't spell it like that. You know what I mean? Right. Um, it's spelled like pro like Money Profits, um, yeah. rather than P R O P H E T S. I don't like I don't like that kind of play on words. I, I'm a right. pun guy. You know what I mean? I've I've had a lot of fun with puns on here, but sure. I don't like that particular one. Not for you. No. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, I think Ford is really good. Uh, Dawkins is cool. I feel like. Uh, gonna jump out early on it. I think Dawkins is the Genetti of the Street Profits. Oh yeah, uh, if 100%. they break up, who yeah. is the Genetti? Oh, never mind. Riddle <laughs> is the Genetti of RK Bro. Uh, yeah, but it's it's sort of unfair because Randy Orton's had like this is a late tag team situation because uh, it's Randy Orton. Yeah, it's tough, it's right? Like, and uh, of course, uh, Otis. Otis, the, the Genetti of the, yeah. of the Alpha Academy. That is true. Uh, then after the match, Stevenson <laughs> keep. Pushing Gable Stevenson. It reminds yeah. me of when Mark Henry first showed up. They had signed him, and it was a big, big deal. And they kept trying to integrate him slowly, and he just, like, he couldn't really do anything. Yeah. And then it took him a few, like, quite a few years to figure out pro wrestling. So I don't know how that's going to work out for Stevenson. But he hits an impressive belly-to-belly suplex on Chad Gable. And I kind of like Chad Gable, uh... Like I wish they would treat him more seriously because he's an Olympian and he's a really good wrestler, but Vince thinks he's short and so that he's got to be funny. Well, I got to tell you that was funny, where he yeah. he he tells he's tells him he's telling him to shut up and he's like, yeah. shoot. <laughs> it's like the shush uh, from uh, is a deep. Oh, I don't know how deep a pull it is from Encino Man, the bad guy in Encino Man, uh, the oh, dickhead okay. at their high school. He's like shush. Yeah. Hush, please. He did, that was his thing. <laughs> I thought uh, you were going to go with the Dr. Evil, the zip it. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, when okay. someone comes along, you must zip it. Must uh, <laughs> uh, then we get Amos versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, Bobby Lashley nearly has a hernia doing a suplex to Amos. This match is terrible, and Bobby Lashley wins with a spear because uh, I don't know what they're going to do with Amos, but I'm glad they didn't feed Bobby Lashley to him. Yeah, it sucks. Who cares? Let's go to the next yeah. one. Uh, then, <laughs> then, yep. Uh, so this Sami Zayn Knoxville promo, yeah, one of the most tremendous things I've ever seen. Knoxville's perfect. He's not an athlete. The man, can, uh, by his own admission, has no athletic uh like ability at all, <laughs> but could have been a pro wrestler. Like he's so good in the lead up to this and. Uh, I know I said it. They have to be co the best wrestlers in war in the world because Sami Zayn's also the best goddamn wrestler in the world. This uh, it was so good. He just kept falling into every trap. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, they do a big ovation for Knoxville here, and they call him the South Knoxville Strong Boy, <laughs> which is very funny to me. <laughs> um, you uh. I, I don't, people who haven't seen Jackass forever, uh, Sami Zayn at one point goes over to mess with uh, the Jackass guys. I would not fuck around with Dark Shark if I were Sami Bro, Zayn. Bro, Dark Shark was throwing hands. <laughs> yeah. He was yeah. throwing hands. He's one of the guys that's still real to Dark Shark. 
you know. He yeah, to, you don't disrespect Dark Shark. <laughs> he went to jail in the eighties. He came out. He doesn't know Kayfabe's dead. Um, they like. I was worried, obviously, because uh, Johnny Knoxville nearly died from a brain contusion uh, during the last Jackass movie. Yeah, uh, but they didn't hit him in the head with stuff, which I was happy about. <laughs> yeah, the uh, only thing that it looked like he might have knocked his head a little bit when he went through the table. Because Johnny, yeah. Johnny Knoxville goes through a table, obviously. Uh, yeah, he gets exploder suplexed through a table <laughs> by Sami Zayn. And, uh, and uh, it looked like he might have knocked his head a little bit, but not too bad. And, yeah, nothing else hit his head, which was good. Yeah. Um, I don't even know. Like, everything about this is perfect. Uh, Dude, they, what was your favorite part? I have two favorite uh, parts. It's not fair. Uh, the big hand. Whenever Sami Zayn is running and he gets hit with the big hand, uh, as... As I've told you, and it's now on the podcast, the introduction of the big hand to Jackass gives Jackass another 50 years of oh, things yeah. they could do that's funny. It's oh, yeah. so funny every Dude. single time. And they nailed the angle, the camera. No, I didn't know there was a big hand in the building. No. They they, they showed it perfectly where they hid it from the, from the viewer. Like, I'm so glad. There's a lot of things. I had certain things spoiled because we were behind because my friends yeah. have children. But... There was a there was a, a child. No, no, no. There's not multiple. But a big hand was not spoiled for me, and I'm yeah. so glad because that's the last thing you want spoiled is a big hand gag. Yeah. Um, you uh, know what my other favorite part is? What's that? Got to be fucking party boy. It's got to yeah. be Chris Pontius, bro. The party boy. He was so and, perfect. And the uh, McAfee's commentary where he keeps talking about his uh, his cheeks <laughs> clapping together. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That he's he's seen more of Chris Pontius's body than he's uh, that he's seen of any other man's body in his life. Yeah, like, and, and uh, Michael Cole was like, "Oh, you seem a little familiar with his weird like Michael yeah. Cole like gay jokes, I guess." And and McAfee's <laughs> like. That man's bare ass was on <laughs> live on television every week of my uh, young life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they do. Uh, they have a table that has mouse traps on it. And uh, Zane discovers it. And he goes, you're crazy for this one, Johnny. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, Zane ends up going through that table. Like, uh, they, the Wee Man makes an appearance. And Wee Man body slams Sami Zayn, which is a hundred percent Sami Zayn. Like he's picking himself up. He's taking that bump. Like that's why he's the best wrestler in the world. It makes, uh, makes Hulk Hogan look like a bit of a bitch. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he just straight up kicks Wee man right in the face. <laughs> like to the, the crowd was real upset about that. Yeah. You don't kick Wee man in the face in front of a Texas crowd, but they, yeah. uh, the replay was fucking brutal. <laughs> Yeah, I and I bet that it was like they were like, look, if you hit us, we don't have to sell. Like you know, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead and hit me. And I'm then, I'm in jackass. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then the giant mouse trap <laughs> to as the pinning combination. Uh, also great, even though it didn't work at first. I'm glad they were able to figure it out. Uh, and it pinned Sami Zayn's shoulders to the ground. Uh, for yeah. Knoxville to yeah. for Knoxville to get the win, yeah. and uh, let me check my notes here, Andrew. I want to confer with you. Um, I believe that's five stars. It is a five star match. It yeah. is a five star match. It uh, is the most joy I've ever gotten from an from a wrestling match in my yeah. entire life. And like, well, and I can't even talk these... about 
the kick in the nuts machine. <laughs> I miss the Rube Goldberg nut kick <laughs> machine. Yeah. Well, and I see a bunch of takes on Twitter where people are like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. It's wrestling. Grow up. It's inherently, like, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, for some people, jackass isn't, isn't their thing. They don't think it's funny. Mm-hmm. And I can see how if that's not your thing, this would not work for you. They're wrong, but you, but, can, you know. Right, but you can't be like... Well, this messes up the integrity of pro wrestling when, like, Terry Funk used to punch people with a raw chicken on his hand. Like, <laughs> it's wrestling. <laughs> what you... we, used, we used to cheer tonight. We celebrate the induction into the Hall of Fame of a guy we pretended was dead for, like, 15 <laughs> years. Yeah, the only guy who deserves anything. Like, if the Hall of Fame, it's the Steiner Brothers for their amateur wrestling. If you're yeah. going to talk about guys that, like, What's the uh what's the criteria? I loved it. It was great. It was executed well. That's the thing. I don't like badly executed comedy in wrestling because I think it's it, that's stupid and I don't like it cuz I don't like bad comedy. The big hand <laughs> Oh god damn it, the big hand, man. <laughs> is <laughs> I, And look. Sami Zayn just the whole time just not knowing what the fuck is going on yeah he's fighting a maniac he's in a he's in a looney tunes cartoon live looney tunes cartoon because he gets the pyro on his balls when he's on the top rope and oh man knoxville's passed out on the ground Sami Zayn gets up on the turnbuckle buckle about to jump down and knoxville just puts his hand in the air has a button he pushes the button and the pyro just goes right into Sami Zayn's ass (laughs) it's just so good from waldo i was like i was cracking up it was yeah. so good. I if I had been drinking if I had been drinking water at the time that the big hand hit Sammy Zane, <laughs> that water's coming out. That's the best that rivals Bam's uh hey Bam high five as <laughs> the best big hand joke of all time. Um so anyway, five stars. It was, um, the be- it was the best thing. It was the best thing in this entire two days. It was Johnny yeah. Knoxville versus Sammy Zane. Yeah, well, Johnny Knoxville with Chris Pontius. And we man, and we man, and Dark Shark, and uh, what's Dark Shark's son's name? That guy is actually in it. I, I always can't forget ever his name. Remember, I can't ever remember. Jasper. His name. Yeah. Jasper. Jasper. His yeah. name's Jasper. He, that dude's and, fucking uh, hilarious. Jeff Tremaine. <laughs> and Tremaine, like, yeah, is great. Like that was one thing about the new Jackass. Like I was stoked about the. Like at first I was like, a little. I didn't know if I was gonna like new cast members, and they all killed it. Like it was all great. So like I was stoked yeah. to see Jasper and Dark Shark. You know what I mean? Um, I wonder if, like, because the only one missing really was Steve-O. Yeah, I was uh, bummed. He's I want <laughs> fucking who was the one that yeah. killed, almost killed him. Uh, Umaga, <laughs> he's the son of. Well, because Umaga unfortunately passed away, but he's probably worried somebody else is going to do something to him. Because, <laughs> uh, but Pontius came back, and Pontius got fucked up by Umaga too. I'm so uh, glad Pontius came. Pontius, that was so funny, dude. Chris Pontius uh, is one of the funniest human beings who ever lived. Yeah. Uh, imagine, be, imagine trying to pitch Party Boy to Vince McMahon. Well, <laughs> no, we were we were talking about that, and it was like Vince, but Vince doesn't know what Party Boy is. You don't have to explain it. He's like, oh, I got naked. It's funny, huh? Yeah. <laughs> He's dancing. At, I wouldn't want the guy dancing at me. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't want. Wouldn't want him aggressively dancing at me. Well, uh, that's uh, one thing. I was like, imagine the young people who are watching this who didn't grow up with jackass yeah it's fucking chris pontius 
<laughs> slapping his own ass, dancing yeah. towards fucking Sami Zayn with the biggest smile on his face you've ever seen on any human being ever. Oh, it was good. The whole thing was good. It's delightful. Um, then next we got the women's fatal four way for the tag titles. Um, I thought this was fine. Like everybody, everybody's doing a reasonable job as pro wrestlers. Like there wasn't any botches. Everybody is proficient at their thing. It just, I don't care. They have not made me care about the women's tag team titles. Um, no. Like I'm glad Naomi and Sasha won because I think that they're the two best people to win this match. Yeah. Uh, and they got a cool entrance where they came down in a Lamborghini together. Uh, and I'm a fan of Sasha. I'm a fan of Naomi. Um, but other than that, like there wasn't a lot here to really hold on to for me. And good luck following that Knoxville match. But like, do you guys have a big hand? Yeah, I know. My big hand. First of all, it's way too many fucking people in a match. We talk about this. Uh, it's one of those, like we don't have anything for everybody to do. So we're just going to put them all in tag team matches things. Um, Second of all, uh, Naomi, Zelina, and Liv Morgan are Janetti's. <laughs> I'm trying uh, to think who the Natalia and Shayna Baszler Janetti is. Ooh, well, I think Natalia has a better career. Yeah. But Shana, it's one of those things where Shayna hasn't wrestled that long. Uh, Talent-wise, we're looking at uh, Baszler as the, as the Michaels here. But, but I think we're going currently Baszler yeah, she's the Janetti. The, she's the Janetti, yeah. Yeah. But she is, but she is the better wrestler. So that's interesting. But I, I do think the other ones are pretty much slam dunk, slam, slam dunks, right? Yeah, let me take a look just to be sure. Like um, I love yeah. Naomi. Like I think I personally prefer Naomi over Sasha Banks. I just I'm a huge yeah. fan of Naomi's, but I think she's the Janetti in this tag team. Um, I think Carmella is the Janetti of the Zelina Carmella. You think team. so? Yeah. Um, because Zelina's really good. It's just she gets stuck in these things. Well, um, I mean, the Janetti is not always the the best wrestler. We talked yeah, about I suppose, like the Baszler situation. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Uh, Liv Morgan, you're right. Yeah, she's got to hurt. be. That Liv hurts Morgan. me. Uh, no, Liv I Morgan mean, one hurts you? No, Zelina being the Janetti. Oh, yeah. And then Baszler's the Janetti. Yeah. Sometimes you get some, some Janettis that hurt, man. Yeah. You know? Well, like, and like, like Rick we talked. Steiner? <laughs> he's, Rick Steiner's um, the Janetti. Yeah. It's but, the most unfortunate Janetti of all time. Yeah, it's and it's also one of those things that we talked about where like sometimes being a being Janetti's not bad. Janetti's good. He's just not as good. That's that is the, true. That <laughs> that's is the problem, you know. Yeah. Sometimes there's a wide gap. Bret Hart and Jim Nyhart, that Janetti uh divide quite large. Oh goddamn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the largest one you ever seen. They <laughs> but, call him uh, they call him the anvil cuz he's heavy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the Owen Hart British uh, Owen Hart British Bulldog Janetti scale, very small. Very small. Yeah, but it's the British I think, Bulldog. I feel, uh, yeah, I feel like Owen Hart's like way better than the British Bulldog, but uh, yeah. it, overall, because Owen, yeah, it is very small. Um, so then we end up with we go to Edge and AJ Styles. What do you think about Evil Edge? I thought the entrance was cool. Yeah, it's cool, and and, yeah. and you know the whole like I want to bring out the best in you. That always ends up being with a pretty good ends up with a pretty good match. And it's Edge. Like I think Edge is good at everything he's doing, and uh, he's a little older now, which makes him look a little meaner. He's a little yeah. road hard, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, he's and, got road miles on him now. Yeah, he's still got that jaw on him though, don't he? Um, yeah. yeah, I mean it's cool. Let's talk about AJ's face. 
yeah, so apparently uh, when he was coming out, he ran into the edge of this star, <laughs> the <laughs> WrestleMania star, yeah. and uh, got a cut right by his temple. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, like, compounds, or he could just add it to the Hall of Fame uh, the time his tights ripped while he was in the main event. Uh, and do you think like, he went? Do you think he went? God dang it! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tarnation. Well, I know? tried to. I, it didn't really work, but I tweeted like him giving himself a a pep talk, like, uh, you know, all right, God dang it, you're gonna go out there against a real true blue fucking first ballot Hall of Famer. You better go out there and be phenomenal. And then he walks yeah. out there and hits his face on the thing. Yeah. Uh, I I thought these guys had I mean this is the best match from a pure wrestling standpoint of night two um, and it was pretty good like they did a lot of stuff that I thought was cool Styles got to bust out the Styles Clash and uh, got a good near fall off of that I hated the finish of this match uh, where Damian Priest just comes out and stands <laughs> and that's enough to distract AJ Styles uh, and Edge uh gets a hits him with a pretty good spear out of the springboard uh for the phenomenal forearm that looked good um and i guess they're gonna team up edge and damian priest uh as a duo and maybe they're gonna add maybe edge gets a faction out of this demon faction yeah it looks like that that's fine I, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that like uh I'm 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 never pissed off when Edge is on my TV. So like, yeah, the Damian Priest thing was fucking stupid. It's really dumb. Yeah. He's just standing there, and it's like, oh, he delayed him. <laughs> it's like, was yeah. that their? Since they're teaming up, was that their plan all along? Just stand there for a second. It's gonna throw him right the fuck off, and yeah. then, and then I'll 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 counter his. I'll spear him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I figured. Uh, not. I mean, no one will know, but I promise. I figured the end of this match would be Edge hitting a spear out of the out of the springboard because that's yeah. a pretty popular move uh, cool way spot. for them to yeah um oh did you see by the way when he hit the, the styles clash that uh, edge like completely saved the styles clash for him no i didn't see that so part. he had edge upside down you know he has to hold the yeah. guy's legs and edge is like straight up slipping out of his grip and Edge does a handstand to hold himself up and then nice. wraps around and grabs both of AJ's <laughs> legs. Like it is the yeah. most one of the most assisted finishers I've ever seen, but he saved that shit. Um Yeah, I thought like this was I thought it was good. And uh Yeah, it was good. It's a good match. And that was the one did, that you kind of circled going into yeah, this, the, where you're like, that one's like, probably gonna be good. Yeah, the best pure wrestling match that they have for yeah. night two. Because night one was really the loaded one for, like, uh, technical wrestling, you know. Yeah. Uh, they announced the attendance for night two as 77,453, according to WrestleTix, about 65,000. Yeah. <laughs> so, which is still crazy. 65,000 people paid. I mean, that's a hundred, uh, like, for both nights, that's 130,000 people. It's more than more people than live in the town that I live in. Yeah, that's like ten times the amount of people that live in the town I live in. Yeah. So, uh, but of course they got to pump it up, and I think last time they got called on it, they were like, "Well, if you include vendors and suites and all these things, that's yeah. uh that's the amount of people." Uh, we get Seamus and the rest of the Dead Rabbit Gang from Gangs of New York <laughs> come out. Uh, I don't understand this match uh so they have the new day they're dressed in the same color scheme that biggie was dressed in when he won the world title nice moment 
they show, for some inexplicable reason, mm-hmm. the uh, replay of yep. a few weeks ago when Rich Harlan nearly killed Big E uh, with a belly-to-belly suplex. Just showed a man land right on the top of his head uh, before this match. Didn't they? And then... The New Day lose <laughs> in one minute and 40 seconds. I was going to say, not only do they lose. Because <laughs> uh, this got this got cut from night one for time. Yeah. Uh, and they were like, well, we have to give the New Day their moment. It'd be nice. One of their guys is hurt. Uh, clearly, the people love them. They have this plan with the gear and everything. Who cares about Seamus and the rest of his guys? Yeah. No. Mm-mm. They just, won the match, didn't they? Just beat them, didn't they? They didn't won they? it quick. <laughs> they won um, it. I hate Butch. I hate it. I, I didn't like Pete Dunne before. Let's let's yeah. let's be clear about this. I know he's a good wrestler. I don't like his face. There's something weird about this guy <laughs> that I just don't yeah. like. I think he looks better as Butch than he did with long hair. I don't think long hair is for everybody. You know what yeah. I mean? Not all but of us also, have this bone structure. To be fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is sort of hitting the button of Peaky Blinders, which I think uh, you're a fan of. So I, I, do, I like... do like Peaky Blinders, but I'm not. Uh, listen, I'm not one of those guys that like. <laughs> oh, it looks like a TV show that I like. So, right. like, it's it's uh, like when uh, my brother told me that uh, I like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie because uh, Casey Jones uses a, a golf club at some point to hit somebody with, and I was like, <laughs> just because I like golf and there's something that's vaguely related to golf in this movie doesn't mean I'm gonna like it's the same shit. Like I like yeah. Peaky Blinders, I don't like Butch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I w- I mean, we get I it, bro. You didn't... want to fight? You like fighting? Yeah, I wish they didn't give him this shit, but it's a totally Vince McMahon thing where they're like, where he's <laughs> yeah. like, but he's five seven. Who's five seven that ever beat up anybody? Because Vince yeah. is a fucking, he doesn't know who's you know. seventy six that ever beat up anybody. <laughs> right, but we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, have you heard of a man named George Saint Pierre? <laughs> you know, like it's it's one of those things where it's like, well, how is the audience gonna believe that this guy could ever actually beat anyone up? He's short. Short people can't fight. Uh, well, if you ask fucking Randy Newman, they got no reason to live. That's true. So have you listened? Have you looked at the full lyrics of that song? Um, I believe a long time ago I did. Randy was, Newman's a hateful man. Yeah, it's a bummer. But he's got a, you got a friend in him. If you're not you're short, al- yeah, you got a friend. In me. <laughs> you, but that's the thing. Like you're allowed to hate short people. <laughs> right. It's one Fuck of the group. Yeah, it's one of the groups that uh you can at yeah. least in the eighties. You know. Well, then you got all about that base shitting on skinny people. There's very yeah. there's certain people that you could shit on. Mostly the small. <laughs> it's true. No one, <laughs> no one cares. Uh, <laughs> You're, if you're too th- if you're too thin, they're like cry me a river, but it's it yeah. is a problem, you know. Listen, it's for, got we we we've always got the trump card of the life expectancy. So that's true, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I hate Butch. I don't like. Well, I don't like. I don't like any of these motherfuckers. Like I like the New Day, <laughs> but yeah. like I've always I've been I've always been on the record that I don't like Seamus. Uh, Ridge what? Holland, who cares? He almost killed Big E, so he's off for me. Yeah. And then Butch, just like we get it, you want to fight people, yeah. Um, then they, they pimp the, the weekend's new single, uh, and the new Mark Wahlberg movie. And then they, uh, do the hall of fame and they, they announce like, let's give it up for the hall of fame inductees one more time. And then the undertaker 
comes out again. And I, I literally, I, I went, when they showed the Hall of Fame inductees on the screen, on the screen, I was like, "Hey, everybody, shut the fuck up! Rick Steiner's about to be on the TV," and they, he nope. didn't walk out. So just I told everybody to shut the fuck up, including a toddler. Uh, yeah, for nothing. Uh, I just kept thinking, the Undertaker comes out now that we know who the real Undertaker is. He comes out and he's like, "Do you know? Have you have any of you seen the gas prices lately?" Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm clearly... glad to see no masks in this building. <laughs> Actually, no, he talks like me. Right. Yeah. I, Mark Mark Calloway has a way different voice than I expect him to have. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So should we look? Do you think we should all be governed by fear? I'm glad everybody showed up tonight. Uh, yeah. Just just breathing real close on each other. <laughs> uh, so uh, then they do a they do a DraftKings promo, and Andrew, <laughs> I don't understand. Wrestling is predetermined. Oh yeah, fuck. I don't understand how they do bets on DraftKings for wrestling. Yeah, that. That's a very interesting thing because there's a couple reasons. Because a, obviously, people can find out how it's supposed to go and 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 bet in that direction. Meaning, like, insider information would be rampant, right? Because yeah. the reason that sports betting so big is because sports is und- uh, not predetermined. Yeah. But there's also the if I if I didn't if I didn't care about ethics within all of this, and I uh, yeah. owned a uh, betting company. Yeah. I would say, hey, WWE, I'll tell you what most people bet on. You do the other thing, <laughs> yeah. and I kick you some, some money on the back end. You know what I mean? Right. Or if I'm one of the wrestlers, and it's like the bet is, what yeah. move's going to hit first, the spear or the other one? I, I just go to my opponent and go, hey, man, let me hit the spear first. I put all my money. Like, what do I care? It's not a real sport. What are they, they going to get you in trouble for? Like. Yeah. Uh, Calvin Ridley got in trouble for betting on games, but he's in a real sport. It it doesn't make any sense to me, and I don't know why you would bet it on it because, like you said, if if all the betting starts going one direction, they could just decide to do the other thing. Yeah, uh, like <laughs> in the ring, it's uh, like there's not a point in time where it's locked, where they can't decide to change the finish of a wrestling match. You know. Yeah, that's that's it's weird. So the, I know I'm sure the wrestlers are like super prohibited, but like it's I I don't know I don't know how that works, but because yeah. somebody's done some sh- shady shit, I guarantee it's happened on. But yeah. you can bet, you can bet on um, the Game of Thrones finale. That's predetermined. Yeah, but it's also finished. You, you can bet on the presidential election. That's predetermined. You know what I mean? Hmm? Right. You don't have that conversation. Yeah. We'll have, we're a different podcast then. I'm, yeah, I've, I've, like, I'm based, bro. <laughs> yeah, da- Daenerys can't be like, "Don't burn down the citadel," because they bet that it would happen. You know? Yeah, but but what, like we talked about a lot. You know how many? There's like at least a few thousand people who who know how Game of Thrones is going to end. You know what right. I mean? But so it, like, yeah, or not maybe not a few thousand, a few hundred people, like crew members, actors, writers, all that type of stuff. So like, um, yeah, I don't know. I would probably have a hard time not hitting up like somebody I know in another state and being like, "Hey, put this money on this right. to happen. Don't fucking tell anybody." And then. Yeah. Uh, in five years, give me this money. <laughs> you know what I <laughs> right. mean? Yeah, it's it's super weird. I don't understand. Uh, also, the guy from Yellowstone is here. Awesome. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I just saw 
Chris Pontius dance and rub all over fucking Sami Zayn. I don't care who else is in the building. Stop showing them to me. A couple yeah. of Dallas Cowboys in the in the building. Yeah. Cool, man. Yep. Hey, cool. Put Chris Pontius back on the screen <laughs> if you're going to waste this goddamn time. Yeah. Uh, then we get Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Uh, McAfee's good, man. He's just really good. Like, And I like him. Yeah, he's a very likable guy. That's one of my notes. <laughs> he's, <Yeah. laughs> he's affable. Yeah, uh, and his his show's good. Like, I haven't listened to a lot of it, but like, uh, did you see when he had Lesnar on it? Yeah, Lesnar broke fun. the table in the first like two minutes. Uh, yeah, well, because they're having... like, do you think I can break this table? And he's like, I don't know. And he's just like, Barrr! and he broke it yeah. like almost immediately. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Vince on it was cool. And I've seen clips. Uh, other than that, I have friends who really into friends that like don't like stupid shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know how you have friends that like if they say it's good probably pretty good unless it's anime yeah. and i don't trust anybody um yeah. but uh my buddy's really into it and uh i trust him on it yeah you know? but uh <laughs> i like that uh pat comes out to seven nation army with the dallas cowboy cheerleaders uh which is awesome double easy pop yeah uh and this is probably the newest rock and roll song that vince has heard in the last 20 years uh just he's like it's on my gym mix <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, no, uh, in night one, I forgot the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders come out to dance to Thunderstruck, and oh, that's yeah, Vince's yeah. shit. Vince loves ACDC. Of it's like the he does, bro. <laughs> his whole uh, playlist is his whole gym playlist just ACDC. His whole personality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is a back in black ass. Nah, <laughs> Hell's Bells, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, like that Thunderstruck song. That's, a, that's how he. That's, that's Vince McMahon. Uh, Small talk. Yeah. Anyway, I've got uh, a billion dollars. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I put that Vince McMahon looks like he's wearing a Vince McMahon Halloween costume. Then someone at twi- on Twitter tried to take me to task for it. Hey, somebody got on you for it. Where they're like, "Hey, it's he's seventy six years old." Is that what they said? Yeah. Dude, that's not it. It's not that he's old. Right. It's that he can't. It, he can't come to terms with the fact that he's old. So he looks he like keeps, a ghoul. He, dude, he doesn't have eyelids. Like, no. and th- that's the thing. Like, I understand people being, uh, I understand getting facial surgeries. I understand yeah. being insecure about your face. I understand, especially in the entertainment business, especially when you're a billionaire and you can afford to do it on a whim on a Saturday. You know what I mean? Like, I understand, like, it it, it sucks to age. I don't like that I'm 31. I'm not, 31's pretty young still, but like, I get bummed out when I get a year older every time, you know what I mean? Without fail. And it won't stop probably, you know? So like Vince has lived this crazy life. He has all this money and he's 76 and he's, he, he looks old and like he's worked really hard to not look old, but it's just made him look like he's a teller at Gringotts from, from Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, That was a better joke than you think it was. (laughs) Sorry. I was looking up the tweet. Uh, So uh, it was, I tweeted, Vince McMahon looks like he's wearing a Vince McMahon Halloween mask, which is pretty innocuous, I feel like, as a uh, as a joke. Uh, it's someone wrote, people who post, like the, who post stuff like this confuse me. He's 76 years old. I guarantee your grandparents look like that, too. Uh, which I did not reply to, but uh, I don't know my grandparents, bud, so that's pretty... Uh... <laughs> That my grandma, cool. my grandma looked like uh, Alice Cooper. Um, I just, I just responded to him. Yeah. Um, oh, good. <laughs> well, I was gonna say 
You see what, what I, I said? Wanna, yeah. <laughs> what I was going to say was my grandparents might look like that, but they don't put themselves on television as a public figure who can then uh, be be assessed. And like, like I said, <laughs> your grandparents don't look like that. Vince yeah. looks like that because of plastic surgery. Like, that's not just old man shit. Like, he looks like a different thing. You know what I mean? And it it sucks because I love Vince McMahon, but, like, I mean, I love him on my television. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to hang he's out with him. He's a bad person. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I, I he's such a good performer and all that stuff, and you have nostalgia. Like, um, but he's a – he does he not should, look the same. He should not be on TV. And it's not like. just because he aged. Like, old people yeah. look fine. Like yeah. – that's the thing. It's not if you notice when we were like as a society and this this isn't like justified like it's not we're we're not doing a good thing by doing this. But when society goes like hey, that guy looks like shit all the time. Yeah. It's usually somebody who's like 70 and has gotten so much plastic surgery that they look like a gremlin. Like I think yeah. we're in this part of society now where plastic surgery is to the point where a lot of people like it works for some people, but it's also like I think in fifty years people are gonna look back on this era of plastic surgery and be like, I can't believe people were still having plastic surgery when it was that bad. It's like, well, you know how we look back on video games and we're like, remember we thought that that was a like that that shit looked so realistic when we're yeah. looking at like fucking PlayStation One, yeah, poly- polygons, yeah, and it's like yeah. that's what we're gonna look back at plastic surgery of today. I think. Well, and also, this might not be justified. Vince McMahon's a public figure. It's not like I found a picture of your grandma and was like, she looks like dog shit, bro. <laughs> he's, he's, in, he's in entertainment. I think that he is he is ripe for lampooning as a, as a person who's on uh, television in an entertainment capacity. Yeah, and if we can't uh, make fun of an evil billionaire... Right, looks, where's who's the line for? Looks like the, the, the fish guy at the beginning of the Dick Tracy movie from the 90s. The, right. Who who can we make fun of? What yeah. kind of a world is this? <laughs> yeah, then I don't understand comedy at all anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's an aside. Oh, also, I tweeted, Charlotte Flair's Ric Flair's daughter? Why did anyone tell me this? And people replied to me as though I didn't know that Ric Flair is, is Ashley Flair is, is her dad. It was like, bro, they have the same entrance music. How could you not know? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I do know. What are we doing? Hey, dude, the, the internet is hilarious. How many people I, just completely get whooshed? I put, I've been watching wrestling for almost 30 years. And today I found, and I'm just now finding out that Charlotte Flair is Ric Flair's daughter. And all caps, why did, why did no one tell me? Yeah, I know. Like, like a real, like you would actually re- react that way. <laughs> right. And more than one person, it seemed, legitimately wanted to then tell me, oh, well, here's, I mean, he must be, like, how could you not know that that's his daughter? Bro, I do, I, I do know. <laughs> but what do I get? I never reply to anyone, because what's, what's my win in that situation? She looks like him. <laughs> she looks oh, like right. Ric Flair in a wig, and she's been around for so long. And that's not a that's not a, a knock on her. She's not an ugly woman. <laughs> I'm not no. shitting on her. I'm just and, saying she looks a lot like her dad. <laughs> and it's and it was it's clearly a joke. <laughs> the, uh, and they mention it, and the joke is that they constantly mention that she's Ric Flair's daughter. Right. Oh, like this is a slam dunk. Who who could who could miss this one? Nope. <laughs> Twitter can. 
So uh, just just so I don't leave people in response, my response to him was, what was it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I, I I put it away. It very... it was, yeah, I have it. I you said, put. I said, yeah, seriously, good point, man. Thanks. <laughs> and then he liked it, so he, he thinks liked... you're on his team. <laughs> One of my favorite things to do is uh, is I'm I'm gonna be like against you on Twitter a lot. Yeah, man, I hate the internet. I hate it I sometimes. Like it. I hate it so much. I uh, should add him and be like, "Hey, why'd you like this tweet, bro?" <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so I just I don't understand. Um, oh yeah, so my my tweet was, uh, now I've now I've been watching wrestling intently for thirty some odd years, and I'm just now hearing that Charlotte Flair is Ric Flair's daughter. <laughs> All caps. Did you guys know this and not tell me? Hashtag WrestleMania thirty eight. And a person tweeted to me. Uh, oh, we didn't even say what the guy tweeted to you? We're fucking bad podcast, podcast hosts. No, then he uh, he tweeted to me that, uh, where have you been? <laughs> so I just sent back a gif that said, I got stuff to do. <laughs> and so where I have you been? Yeah. Um. Anyway, so Pat McAfee beats uh, Austin Theory. I thought he did a great job. I thought Austin Theory was fine. Uh, he's sort of in an unwinnable situation. He's losing to the celebrity at WrestleMania. Uh, Pat looked great. I think if Pat wanted to wrestle more, I'd be all for it. He's awesome. He had a cool-looking superplex in this match uh, and did a backflip off the top rope that looked really cool. Uh, but none of that means anything because immediately... Uh, Vince McMahon gets in the ring and starts challenging Pat McAfee to a match and then decide and then just beats the shit out of Pat McAfee <laughs> for like three minutes. According to, and I don't know how ser- how true this is. I watched a clip of Pat McAfee's podcast today and he was, ins- he was insinuating that this part was not planned. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't uh... know. I don't. I don't know if they would have not planned this, but that's what he was. He's like. He's like. Sometimes he's. Like, yeah. Things just happen out there. That they're like. Oh yeah. By the way, this is happening now. And uh, maybe. Yeah, I don't but know. They, they've been hinting that Vin. The, the rumor was Vince was going to have a match. Oh really? Uh, yeah. So, uh, Pat just eats clotheslines because Vince can't take a bump. There's zero yeah. chance. <laughs> he's a little sturdier on the clotheslines than I thought he'd be too. Yeah, well, Vince is a bad wrestler. He's uh he's known for potatoing people because <laughs> uh, I know, but I'm just saying, like I like I mean, look at what the fucking kick in the stunner did to Vince. Like, but he yeah. he actually was able to uh, to uh, Hulk up for those right. um, clotheslines a little bit. So then, after Theory interferes and they crotch Pat in the in the turnbuckle, Vince <laughs> kicks a football into Pat's ribs and pins him. Uh, for reasons that I that I do not understand, because you could have just done this segment <laughs> without him beating Pat McAfee. Yeah. Uh, so Vince and Austin Theory are celebrating, and if you notice, Austin Theory's music hits, and Vince like starts to go into pretend shocked mode, and then he has to like take a second, and then Steve Austin's music hits, and then that's when Vince really sells it. And I thought Vince did great. And all of his selling, except one particular area, but all of his, I'm afraid of Steve Austin. He started like slinking his head down, and uh, 
like uh, had his shoulders down. He's an A plus performer, man. Like yeah. even when so he fucks up and he's like, "Oh, what the fuck?" When Austin Theory's music gets <laughs> yeah, and that unfortunately I knew Austin was coming out after that. Like once that happened, because you know, oh, he's got he's ready for something else to happen. Who who else is gonna come out? You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, when it actually so he grabs Austin Theory's hand and raises it back up, and then the crash happens, and he's got this like. Oh God! <laughs> like, look on his face. Yeah. Um, uh, he's good. And then Austin comes out, hits a stunner on Austin Theory, who sells it great. Um, and then he goes to share a beer with Austin. They've, uh, for some reason, Vince trusts him every single. It's like Lucy with the football. Yeah. Uh, he well, it's got, you kind of, you kind of have to. That's the only way that you don't get stunned right now. You don't right. get stunned is is trying to be his friend because it's not like you're gonna fight back, <laughs> right? So he they they go to uh, they go to drink the beers and Austin kicks Vince in the stomach and Vince I don't know what happened to him but he starts like and and Austin uh, he starts like backing up and Austin can't grab him for the stunner and Austin's like you're taking this stunner dude <laughs> he just <laughs> grabs him and tries to stun him and, and Vince does the worst sell. Of a stunner of all time, uh, or at least in Vince's top five, because Vince has always been bad at selling the stunner. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't think it's as bad as because he he at least like went down, like he yeah. didn't like you know like Trump just like leaned over. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's a bad one. It's uh, a bad one for sure. So, so they uh, and then Austin, you know, comes out, drinks a bunch of beers, and uh, that's the end of that. And uh, I thought a good segment. Of course, you want to have Austin on both nights in Texas with all the the fans. I was hoping they would. And uh, well, did you? McAfee gets stunned, stunnered, and that's right. Takes a a top shelf stunner bump. Like yeah. he does. He does the the whale uh, spit. At, like he he's got a, a mouthful of beer. And yeah. he just he stands straight up in the air, spits in the air, and then falls straight backwards. It was perfect. Uh, and then because because Austin Austin calls McAfee back up, they drink beers, they go up on the turnbuckle, they come down. Obviously, he gets stunned. Um, and McAfee gets out of the ring, and then uh, I've seen they, the gif of this. Yeah, they yeah. cut back to McAfee, and he's on his back, and he's just his hands shaking, and he's just pouring beer into his mouth. The man's a king. Oh, it's great. He's a comedy legend. Um, beautiful. I saw some more bad Twitter takes because they showed a video of Mick Foley laughing at the bump that yeah. Vince took. And somebody put in the comments, uh, I'd like to see you take a better bump off of that to Mick Foley. <laughs> like, Dude, tw- Twitter's accessible. It's, it's starting to turn Buff Bagwell, by the way. Yeah. yeah. The honeymoon yeah. phase is over. He's starting uh, to res- respond to haters and he's starting to... <laughs> After he's the only I mean, guy that Twitter made his life better. He's too pure a too pure a man, you know. They're gonna uh, get to him. They eventually get in there. Oh, so the other tweet, we're gonna stick on this. I I tweeted what I thought was a very funny tweet, uh, in a follow up where I put they nearly pulled a dusty finish in Charlotte Flair's parentheses, who I just learned is Ric Flair's daughter, still shocked, <laughs> truthfully, <laughs> in parentheses. Match the same night Cody comes back, but then we get a ref bump for the finish. Someone has been watching their NWA tapes. Yeah. And then someone replied to me, you never realized they had the same last name and theme song <laughs> laughing my ass off. Dusty, Dusty. So Dusty's relatively new to Twitter. Dusty's foray into Twitter. He had, he had, he had 
gone onto Twitter a few times. Like he wasn't, he just wasn't a regular peruser yeah. until this podcast started. It's, it's a different world, man. I don't understand. Unless that guy's doing a joke and I'm misreading it as humor. I don't understand. Clearly it's a joke. People are just I, genuinely stupid. I, so then I just replied with the Jason Siegel shrug. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what do you want me to do? What are you going to do? Uh, you know. Uh, so now we get to the main event. The whole shebang and bang. The whole reason we're here. Uh, Brock Lesnar, the universal champion, taking on, or I'm sorry, he's the WWE champion, taking on Roman Reigns uh, for the to combine the titles. Um, and R- Roman Reigns, of course, has Heyman with him. And they do a pretty good video package into this. I... I think I've reached my limit, man. I'd like to see Lesnar add some wrinkles to his matches because the just a bunch of suplexes and F5s and stuff like it start. It has finally hit the the point for me where they are. It's not enjoyable. It's enjoyable for a long time. Yeah, it's um, it, 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 every one of their matches becomes like a finisher fest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I like Cowboy Brock. Um, I like Cowboy Brock a lot comparatively i guess um no. i'm not the biggest roman guy i think he i think he is a star i get it um he's more of a star than i thought he was when he was younger when they were trying to force him on us um but i just this is just like becky versus ronda like i can't care about this very much well and it's the third wrestlemania match they've had so now it's it's sort of difficult to have them <laughs> try to sell me as this is the most important WrestleMania match of all time or the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. So I can go back and watch two other matches these guys had uh, at WrestleMania. And so uh, I thought it was, I thought it was good for what it was. I mean, they're very good performers. Uh, Heyman is great as always. Um, The ref bump in it where Roman spears, the ref with Lesnar, I thought is, Define, but I'm I'm over. I like there. You gotta have transitions, man. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I thought the Kimura looked good. Like some the good thing about Brock is that uh, because he was legit and he's a real fighter. Uh, you know, you buy him as a dude who could really, and he's a the biggest dude of all time that could hurt you with a Kimura. Like you buy everything he does as legit. It's just now I'm like, I'm over just watching him suplex dudes and hit an F five. Like, well, and he, he did a pretty good job of making me think that he might actually have been injured. Um, with his rib. Oh he, yeah. He, he was working his rib the whole time after the spear into the barricade. Um, yeah. and I thought he did pretty decent. Like it's, it's still, like you said, it's a, it's stale, Brock Lesnar style wrestling, but I th- I thought it was decent. Um, I'm glad. How, how long was the match? The match was 12 minutes 15 seconds. I didn't need more than that at all. Um, my my nut had been busted, bro. Like I I I was You're like out. Yeah. yeah and big um, hand, you know. Yeah, big hand. What are you gonna do? You know. <laughs> yeah. uh, so like it it was it was a fine match. The 
don't stop calling it the biggest WrestleMania match ever. I know what the why they're doing that because it's the first time they've unified the titles at WrestleMania. Um, right. According, that's what they're they. It is the first time, right? I know they're yeah. Claiming... They've they've unified the belts before, but not at WrestleMania. Okay, so like um, that, I get how they could stretch it to make that. I mean, that's a Dana White. Well, Dana White, I can't say Dana White does the Vince McMahon, so it's it's but it's right out of the UFC. They do the same shit, right? Um, but it's it's also like it's hard for me to to get behind it because I know they're going to split the belt again at some point because they want a champion on each show. Yeah, and I don't like that. I've yeah, I've what? and I've been like that. To, I've told you that for years. Like even yeah. when we, we were just having talking at break when we were younger. Like I think you need one champion. Well, there's a whole bunch of this stuff that they could be, like they need to unify. Like there should be one set of tag champions. There should be one universal champion. You could have two secondary uh, titles, one on each show. The U.S. titles on Raw, the Intercontinental titles on SmackDown. Whatever, that's fine. I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily have a or problem with that. You can do the Raw champion or the SmackDown champion, but it's not the actual like champion champion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then you need one women's title and then maybe you do a set and maybe you do the tag team, the women's tag team titles, like uh, the raw champion and the SmackDown champion. It just, all it does is muddy the thing up, you know, and one of them is an inherent, like the invasion. One of them is going to inherently go be better than the other one and, or more legit or some, they're going to book it better. So, you know, one of them is extra and that's doesn't help anybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just uh, you have if uh, like we talked about if you do, if you have two champions you don't have a champion. Like yeah. So I I just I'm I'm I I'm glad that they unified. I'm glad Roman won if it was going to be one of the two. Um, even though like I said, Brock, I'm a Brock Lesnar fan. I really yeah. am. But um, I'm glad Roman won if it was going to be one of them, and I'm glad they unified. I hope they keep it solo. And honestly, I hope there's a new champion soon. Like, I, I, I well, have Roman Reigns fatigue, dog. I don't think so, man. I think yeah. they're trying to book him and The Rock next year. I think that's the big, that's the rumor at least, is that's the big match. But then, if that's for the belt, either Roman beats The Rock and he stays the champion, or now The Rock's the champion, and that's, oh, yeah. well, great. So You're going to you give know. that win to The Rock. You know what I mean? Like So either right. he, he beats The Rock and he's still a champion, you got to do it some some other time. Yeah. Or yeah, it's it's it's. I just and I don't like Zane, the Sami Zayn's right there. If <laughs> they Owens wanted to do right the there. Rock, they should have done it this year. Like yeah. you can, don't make him the champ for like this. This isn't this isn't uh, uh what the heck is his name? The guy who's champ for like five years. Uh, uh, Bruno San Martino uh, and the other guy, the um, Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund. That's who yeah. I was thinking. <laughs> Uh, I guess I yeah. probably should have been thinking Bruno San Martino. Well, it's that era is that era is over. Like the, it's not I mean, that anymore, uh, right? And it doesn't have to be every week somebody that you switch the belts. But like, also the guy who beats the champion should be a guy that's going to be on the TV show for the next week or whatever, you know. Um. But yeah. Anyway, that's WrestleMania. We did it. Uh, yeah. Who was your? If you got to go with one MVP. A singular oh. person who's your MVP of WrestleMania. Well, since I think you're going to take the other one, I'm going to take Kevin Owens. Listen, but the thing is, though, I, I'm going with Stone Cold Steve Austin. But that I, I was thinking about, I think, 
I just love I love Kevin Owens. He built the so, program essentially by himself. Yeah. He made Steve Austin look like a million bucks. He did exact. He knew exactly what his role was, yeah. and he did it a hundred percent. But Austin's not also not a bad answer. Like he was great, yeah. and I'm so glad that he got like the moment he wanted, and he looked good, and he got the the in front of his home crowd and all yeah. that. And there there were still like some cynical people, but I like that in large this kind of turned into a celebration of Sammy and Kevin of like Kevin stole the show on Saturday and Sammy Zane stole the show on, on Sunday. Um, and it kind of sucks that they went through that. They had to do like non-conventional wrestling stuff to do that just because I, I wish they would get like real pushes in conventional wrestling wrestling, but I'm so glad they did they ended up like being the stars of WrestleMania, which is crazy. Yeah. It's hard too. Cause like on the one hand I want them in the title picture and I want them to yeah. be like the star, but like they're almost the bigger stars because they're the ones trusted to make like, not everybody can make that Knoxville thing work. Like Sami Zayn is a special talent to be able to make that work. Yeah. You know, and obviously Austin isn't going to come back and just work with anybody. And he felt like Kevin Owens was a guy who could give him the match that like he wanted because Owens is so talented. Like, I think that hopefully goes a long way. We'll see how they get booked going forward. But the, my hope would be that showing how versatile and good they are as performers gets them further along, but it could also be the thing where it's a blessing in disguise. And now Sami Zayn works exclusively with the, the Paul brothers or whatever, because he can get a match out of anybody. Yeah. I, I just, I, I have a feeling that this is going to turn to at least something for them in terms of like getting a little bit more respect and adoration um, and a little bit more, um, work of the good time, good kind of work, yeah. but I'm glad they at least had this moment because this moment was, I mean, I, like I said, Stone Cold's my MVP, but this was the weekend of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in wrestling, in my opinion. Yeah, and uh, like, yeah, I also hope this does more for them. Um, I think it's a good showcase for rest the WWE wrestling in general, um, and. If you're not watching the week-to-week TV, like, everything seems to make coherent sense. Like, they're very good at presenting pay-per-views because all they have to do is the wrestling part of it. Yeah. The rest of it's to a minimum. Like, Sarah even got, uh, just through the video package for Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair, she was invested. And she's like, you know, is this how it is every week? And I'm like, no, this is like, they've cut together the best moments of this thing. Yeah. You know, to to get it there but the week-to-week tv is still almost intolerable to watch it's bad yeah there's no way it's any good i mean that's the tough thing about how these tv contracts and how how much time how much content these people are being expected to deliver the more you are asked for especially on a week-to-week basis the more you're asked for you're only going to sacrifice quantity like if Chappelle's show went 10 seasons, it's very unlikely to be 
persistently as funny as it was, even though those guys are brilliant. Like even the, the you know the Simpsons, they talk about how the Simpsons fell off and all that shit. It's like, right. imagine if they had to do an episode a week with no breaks, and like it's it is. It's in, it's it's impossible to do as much TV as they do and keep it good and not inflate your roster and not water down the product and have um you know a bunch of storylines that are cohesive and and something you're invested in it's just impossible like and AEW is going to run into that eventually too I think I mean they have too many shows but that's yeah. how you make money but yeah and the television contracts are the easiest way to guarantee that you're going to stay in business. Um, I am looking at the report for Monday night raw. Um, would you care to know what's currently happened? Uh, um, well, the one thing I saw was Elias came back uh as Elias, little brother, Ezekiel. (laughs) Yeah. But he's interact, but he's interacting with Owens. Owens is now dealing with Elias. <laughs> Fuck. Nothing <laughs> Which, ever changes. Yeah. Um, and the Miz beat Dominic Mysterio in 20 seconds with the skull-crushing finale. Uh, so he wrestled Dominic. Well, maybe he is going to team up with Ray. Uh, possibly. I, you know, I don't know why. I don't know if that makes sense for me. Um, and then... Veer arrived. Are you familiar with uh, Veer is coming? I'm 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 familiar with that, but I I wasn't I wasn't I'm not familiar with him at all. Nope, he's here now. So uh, and uh, apparently beats up Dominic. So cool. Um, Dominic's gonna settle into his jobber role pretty soon, I think. Yeah. Um. Then they had uh. Bianca come out, cut a promo. So that's good. And I can't believe. Okay. So it is funny that Elias has returned as Ezekiel. Uh, it is denying to be Elias. <laughs> yeah. I think that's funny. Yeah, it is. But he's only going to ever be the guy, you know, uh, who is, <laughs> who is Elias. Like he's a bad wrestler. And so at some point it's gonna it's gonna not work. Uh, I don't care. Anyway. <laughs> well, it's just not gonna work, you know. Uh Omos and MV Omos and Lashley is continuing, it looks like. Um and MVP has turned on Bobby Lashley, so Bobby Lashley's a baby face now. Uh officially. So Okay. I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess, right? Uh, Finn Balor and RK Bro wrestled Austin Theory and the Usos. I thought that was good. Um, the Usos and Austin Theory won, but by pinning Finn Balor. Damn it. <laughs> I saw a lot of people being like, uh, Johnny Knoxville gets a match, but Finn Balor doesn't. Hey, they should Dang. both get a match. <laughs> right. Uh, it's, there's not a maximum capacity <laughs> right you're right and you're wrong yeah but uh big hand so what do you want from me yeah no. <laughs> big uh, hand the, stri- uh, the, the <laughs> kick your nuts orator you know what i mean yeah, yeah. uh the street prophets wrestle alpha academy i'm sure you're delighted about oh, that oh man brought the house uh, down i'm sure and it looks like the street prophets won so that's good um 
and then I don't I don't know what the main event is because they haven't announced it. But I, Cody came out and cut a promo to start, uh, talked about Dusty Rhodes being his hero. So it looks like they're positioning Cody pretty well from the start. Uh, nice. He didn't have an opening segment with Elias, so. <laughs> oh God damn it! I wish he did though. That would have been so funny. Ah, you'll get your WrestleMania moment. <laughs> Remember how you started AEW, you son of a bitch. <laughs> run against me uh so anyway that uh that does it for wrestlemania um i would recommend uh almost the entirety of night one i would definitely recommend Sami Zayn versus johnny knoxville uh in night two yeah and uh watch steve austin attempt to give a stone cold stunner to vince mcmahon it's hilarious uh and a, a pretty good wrestlemania oh you had asked me if this is the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. No, I didn't ask you if it was. It's not. Well, what do you think is? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I think that it's Andre versus Hogan. I think, think that's so? Gotta, I think that's got to be it. Uh, not a Rock Stone Cold situation? No. It's in the top five, Okay, certainly. But, like, as far as, like, impact for the business, I think, like, Andre the Giant was such a big star and that's like the peak of hogan and that sells out the the pontiac silverdome two hundred thousand people you know i uh, i saw some people call this a top five wrestlemania i think there's a top five wrestlemania in there i think it's the double album uh debate which is like uh use your illusion one and two by guns and roses are both decent albums if you made one album that was between the two song the two you yeah. would have one kick-ass album okay uh, they'd already done that appetite for destruction is the uh one of the greatest albums of all time but or like uh, uh melancholy and the infinite sadness right they're both good uh but if you took if you took just the beat the best tracks off of each one you'd have a one banger album oh yeah stadium arcadium uh, pretty much every double album you right. know uh except the white that's album. almost like the the best the best a double album can be is <laughs> that, but uh, yeah, it's definitely my favorite WrestleMania ever. Um, at this point, I do I have enjoyed some of the WrestleManias we've watched. Better than WrestleMania seventeen. Okay. Big hand. <laughs> Did WrestleMania seventeen have a big hand? It it did it did not. It had the tugboat though. It is a yes or no question. Ah, okay, right. Okay, let, let me look up X X seven. Okay. Uh, but but no, it's not. It's it's not better than this one. <laughs> I know we just watched it. Right. It's Rock Austin. What else is on this card? Undertaker Triple H, Edge and oh uh, TLC two, Shane defeating Mister McMahon, Kurt Angle over Chris Benoit. Uh, Eddie Guerrero over Test. Uh, I love Eddie Guerrero, but that part yeah. was for Test, for the record. Um, I, I, I think this one wins. I think 38 wins, dog. But well, 17's right there for me. Are you counting both night? Are you counting it as one thing? Both I'm counting nights. it as one thing. Okay. So, because I would say night one is probably on par with some of the best WrestleManias. Uh, night two is a big drop off in enjoyment for me. Aside yeah. from big hand, big hand, <laughs> so. and but the and and McAfee and fucking 
Even yeah. like the 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 Vince train wreck was fucking insane. It was crazy. I had a giant smile on my face the entire time, even it was when it was bad. It's like, what is wrestling is to elicit joy, right? Yeah, I've never had more joy <laughs> sure. watching almost anything yeah. than I did with Big Hand and with. Right. <laughs> They're just gonna call WrestleMania Night Two Big Hand from it's, now on. It's a Big Hand. It's funny. Yeah. You know, so uh, it's bigger than a hand's supposed to be. See, <laughs> right? Uh, did you see the thing where? Are you familiar with the idea that uh, Mark Henry and May Young uh, had a tryst, and May Young gave birth to a hand? Are you familiar with this uh, wrestling? Not thing? at all. I saw all these people saying this, but I yeah. Uh, and then they tweeted Mark Henry that his son had arrived at WrestleMania and is the big hand, and Mark Henry. Tweeted back, I only produce generational talent, which is a great tweet. <laughs> it's a great line. It's a great line. Uh, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed this WrestleMania. It's my favorite of the last few years, for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. 30 is pretty good. That's the Daniel Bryan wins the world title year. Um, that's more probably has personal uh, feelings attached to it. But, uh, yeah, it was a really enjoyable show. It, it did everything I wanted it to do. And they're doing different stuff. AEW gives me exactly what I want when I watch the AEW pay-per-views, which is great wrestling and very little shenanigans. And I just, I want the WWE to be fun. That's what it's supposed to be. And most of the time, they're trying to be serious, but also have Omos in my matches. And this, like, they seem to figure it out this time. I don't know how exactly they, they figured it out, but they just, they nailed it. Somebody got, yeah, somebody told them, hey, like, we need to realize what we are. And yeah. they did, and it was perfect. I and what we it. are is a big hand. Giant hand. <laughs> uh, have, you, yeah. have you thought about a giant hand? Let me, let me ask you this. In the wrestling history, how many big hands <laughs> <laughs> have we seen? We've seen a lot of big hands. We, we've seen a lot of big men, yeah. which you seem to enjoy. Yeah. What about a big hand? Let me ask you about a big hand. Uh, anyway, drop the socials at the top. We are back with the <laughs> penultimate edition of our Invasion series, which I'm sure Andrew is thrilled about because uh, we'll be done with it soon. Yeah. Uh, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, and we will be back on Sunday uh, with No Mercy 2001 because Kayfabe is dead, but we are alive at the Snark Marks podcast. <laughs>